Tonight we're taking you through a magic kingdom of nearly 40 years of Disney video games as four seasoned gamers talk about their experiences with the digital realms of the House of Mouse. So keep all hands and legs inside the car as the ride is in motion and join us as no councils for old men go to Disney Infinity and beyond. Wonderful world of two, two, three. To infinity and beyond. Hi, this is No Councils for Old Men, and um, it's going to be kind of an unorthodox show. I guess that's assuming we've had an orthodox show, but. I don't think that's really the case. I'm joined tonight not yet by uh, Dr. Bill Robinson, but he should be along a little bit later. But right now we're talking to Belfast in the UK again and our friend Dave Walker. How you doing tonight, man? Or morning? Is it morning for you yet, probably? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Morning for the last hour. Wow, well, two hours. Yep. No, hour. Cool. Midnight, not too bad. Hopefully you're not working too early. In oh, just day. six o'clock. Hey, yeah, yeah, okay. We're not going to keep you too late tonight because we've got kind of a. Well, hey, I got caught up in sleep before I did this. Yeah, cool. So, Go ahead, you, know. you are a trooper. You are. You, you definitely get the the two true freaks purple heart of, of valor or whatever would be the British, you know, Irish Irish uh, equivalent of that. Blah. <laughs> All right, can't speak yet. Um. I don't uh, think, speaking's for wimps. Yeah, I don't think my brain opens up till after midnight, actually, either. Um, what we're, we're going to do tonight, um, which will not you know, actually be when you listen to it, it won't be our tonight, but it'll be your tonight, or your day, whatever, uh, is we're going to do a little, we, we've, you know, I've got a couple friends, and I tried this one out of the Disney Infinity game, and so we've been kind of talking about that, and, and to get an opportunity to have one of the founding freaks on my show is obviously something I always strive for. And we have a chance to get Mr. Scott Gardner talking to us a little bit later. And what we're going to do, um, and that I was going over the list, and I, I wasn't even aware of how many Disney games there were over the years. And, of course, there's a bajillion of them, just like everything else. <laughs> uh, I've played virtually none of them. I, I mean, I've played, like, some of the Infinity um, you know, like the trial version they were given on Steam, where I didn't have to spend any money, so I didn't really probably get to do much. Um, you've played more than I have, and probably more than Bill or Scott has. Uh, but really? the, but they've been playing Infinity for uh, for quite a while now, and and are dying to talk about it. But I, I kind of wanted, you know, me, I'm, I'm an old radio producer guy, so I there's still a part of my brain that says there has to be some kind of purpose or structure to these things, you know, despite Mr. Honeywell always telling me different not to worry about it. Um, so I thought we'd maybe talk about the history of like Disney games and just throw out some titles there and see how far back it all went. And, uh, you know, talk about there's my Facebook bleep. Hold on. <laughs> it's 
Get rid of that right now. Command functions are offline. Yeah, just talk about um, you know the the history of Disney games and and what we've personally played. I have actually kind of tested a couple of the ones on this huge huge list. Um, you know, and just talk about uh, Disney in general. And, and I just asked you in another chat, you know, if you had actually been to a Disney World uh, on your end of the world, and you were actually even way much farther from the end of the world, and you said you went to uh, Disney Tokyo, right? Yep, they have two parks there. They have the Tokyo Disneyland, and they have Tokyo Disney Sea. Tokyo Disneyland is basically the same layout as regular Disneyland right? Yeah. as far as I'm aware I haven't been to a regular one so I can't say for certain uh, but I went on Big Thunder Mountain and nice. I think that's the only place I saw a hidden Mickey oh you saw a hidden Mickey? cool yep and there was less racism than I thought would be there you know considering I haven't seen Song of the South in about 20 years that was the last time they showed it on TV yeah so Wow, cool. Um, yeah, I've only ever gone to the Florida, you know, Walt Disney World in Florida. Uh, and and I, when I was, I want to say probably 17, I think my mom took us for a spring break or something. Um, and loved it, obviously. Uh, probably love it even more now, <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't because I, I, I luckily got to see my favorite ride of all time, which was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And mm. I was horrified to learn that it's now like Finding Nemo or something like that. Oh, they have a, a, at the Tokyo Disney Sea, they have the um, 20,000 Leagues. Oh, they still do? Awesome. And um, oh, what's the other one? It's not. It wasn't Journey to the Center of the Earth, but it might have been. Uh, it was either Journey to the Center of the Earth or... No, no, it has to be because I went down... Uh, I, w- I went down deep into the Earth, essentially. I was mm-hmm. queuing for quite a while, which is why I'm glad I brought a whole bunch of kind of freaks along with me. <laughs> I had my podcast going and just kind of standing, waiting in the queues, looking at all the kind of detail that went into making these places. Yeah, nice. And... You know, it's very, it's very intricate what they have, kind of put up around the place, just to kind of represent one ride to keep you kind of distracted whilst you're going down into the depths of the earth to be fired back out again. Oh yeah, and I mean, I mean, when I was there in seventeen, this was like nineteen eighty six, so I was, you know, this was before all my lovely virtual games and and worlds that. You know, before they were even created. So, yeah, Disney World was quite the feast of the eyes. Unfortunately, the the one time I went there, I was horribly, horribly sick. I'd picked up something on the plane and and was just like at literally death's door for for half the trip. But I think I got one good day at Disney, and I actually had to make the whole family leave SeaWorld because I was so ill. (laughs) I was like, oh, sorry, guys. Waves not reacting well. I, I don't know. Just uh, said caught something. You you know fly fly over in that metal tube with everyone's germs, and I, I must have just got a good dose of them. Uh, flying petri dish. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, I think it, to, oh. I think it burned it out of my system though, because that's like literally the last time I had the flu that badly. So yeah, I was probably just about dead. And uh, cool. And luckily, my body got- de- decided it was going to go on. And, 
yeah, piss away off. You're not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Probably, probably stronger for it. Maybe I don't know. I really haven't had the flu again since then. So yeah, there you go. Did you manage to catch any of the um, outside events at Disney when you were there, or? Ah, uh, the memory's a little fuzzy. I mean, when we got there, I think Epcot had just opened in Disney World, or soon, you know, soon before that. So it was, that's where everyone was flocking to, is to see the new Epcot shit. And I wasn't really, you know, that was my mother's thing, but I, I, I said, I, I rode 20,000 leagues like three times, which probably took me half the day, you know, just to get on it. <laughs> and uh, we did Small World and, and Thunder Mountain there, and, and we did do Space Mountain, which I don't think I liked very much. <laughs> it did, but I don't think my body did, especially with the flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did not hurl. And, um, you know, a bunch of others, but mostly we, we just roamed around, and we went to a lot of the, like, space adventure shows, and this was before Star Tours, so I didn't get to see a Star Tours. I got to see Michael Jackson's Captain EO in glorious 3D, and it was pretty glorious back then, you know, before yeah. we knew see, he that's... might, while he was still black and before we knew he might have weird tastes. Oh, did you did you hear about, uh, I heard about a film they're doing? Yeah, that's some weirdness, isn't it? Like, was yeah. it, Ralph Fiennes is going to play him or something? and. But I, I I kind of get why they went for someone who wasn't black because he wasn't exactly that color anymore. No, no, and it's, I'm sure that, that that that's a whole podcast in itself. What the fuck yeah. happened to Michael Jackson? But um, <laughs> luckily, no one's going to expect me to do it because yeah, it's, the, it's not really a subject weird. that you know falls into. <laughs> hey, I love the man's music when he was black and, and five. Yeah. Um, you know, but just kind of. Then I became a deadhead, and it was all. Yeah. I got to see Captain Neo. Yeah, Captain Neo was still at Disney Sea or Tokyo Disney the last time I was there. Nice. I think it may have gone, but still there last time. It's um, top-notch stuff. I don't think I'd really seen a. You know, I hadn't seen a high-tech 3D movie before then. Uh, there, there weren't too many of them. You know, now it's like it's old hat for everybody, but. It was yeah, it was pretty cool at the time. Yeah, it was it was weird, but it was kind of fun. And what was the song in it? Because it was a song that I didn't realize was part of it. Was it another part of me? Oh, so, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. There were a lot of stars in it. I, I looked looked it up again a few months ago, uh, and I was yeah, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> and uh, yeah, another part, another another part of me, and we are here to change the world. He saves the universe by dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, of course. And, uh, well, you know, Kevin Bacon did it in Footloose, so why not? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. And then, you know, Star-Lord got to explain that to Gamora. And six degrees is Kevin Bacon right there, even with Michael Jackson, just because of dancing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, you, so. Um, the other thing, at Tokyo Disney... Star Tours was being refurbished 
unfortunately, mm. and it wasn't going to be opened until the week later, the Monday after I was there. I'm almost glad I haven't been to a Star Tours because that's the kind of thing I'd probably want to go to like every freaking week. And uh... thing is, though, <laughs> I'm lucky because they did previews. That uh, it wasn't officially open, but they were letting people on. Mm. I went in. I got to do it. I went back. I went out. Went right back on again. So you were one of the willing guinea pigs to go on, you know, the untested ride to see if it would break down and kill you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> anything for Star Wars. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I kind of want to. I've heard there's a new Jakku type scene oh, in it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, gotta cash in. Absolutely. Um, Looking forward to getting to that at some point. Yeah. Speaking about cashing in, um, now I'm, I'm going to go, you know, and Scott Gardner will, will scold me for this later, but I'm going to go just briefly political for a second, and that I'm not a big fan of, uh, of you know, big monopoly-type corporations, you know, controlling <laughs> everything in our existence all at once, but Disney does it really well and puts out a lot of entertaining shit, so I'm giving them a pass. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk a lot about Disney Infinity later, but just the the landmark of that thing and that they're going to have so many different properties that they can throw into that because they own them all now. You know, they've got Marvel superheroes and, you know, every Disney character that's ever been and, um, you know, all the Pixar and all the animated stuff that's out there, and it's, it's just amazing. Um you know, the, the potential for entertainment. And they've been putting out just a ridiculous amount of games over the years, just like every yeah. company that's successful, apparently. Never underestimate the power of this medium, kids. Uh, today's video games gross, like, outgross movies by, like, 10 to 1 and shit. It's pretty amazing. Um, and, yeah, uh, Disney's been on the bandwagon since 1981, believe it or not. It was, like, a, their, one of their first ones with a Mickey Mouse title. And, uh, yeah, it just kept on going. Um, now, they've had, like, interactive stuff uh, of, like, Disneyland. They've got Adventures in the Magic Kingdom and CD-ROMs type stuff, Walt Disney World Explorer and Walt Disney World Quest Magical Racing Tour. I'm just throwing out, you know, titles oh, yeah. from Wikipedia here. But some of those would be pretty cool. Um, something you I got know to Tokyo see. Disneyland Daibokin? Probably. I don't know. Let me see. That, <laughs> yeah, actually. I'm assuming that was a Japanese-only release. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the Adventure of Tokyo Disney Sea from Konami for PlayStation 2 and Game Boy Advance wow. in 2001. So, yeah, What's there on? is one uh, Tokyo Disneyland Fantasy Tour that looked like it just came out in, in Japan. And Mickey No Cinderella Shiro Mystery Tour. Yep. No. So... Oh, no, there it is. Mickey No Tokyo. Yeah, Dingy Land. Devokin. Neat. So, God, just, you know, doing this show has made me want to a time, you know, get a time machine and go back and try all of these. Well, you can try most of these now. And yeah. The Internet, uh, what is it, the Internet um, Archive has a ton of great games on it that you can just go and play in a browser now. You know, all the old classic DOS games and stuff. And I, I just found Wind Trek Three on there last night, and was fooling around with that. But uh, 
Um, as I said, Dave, you've you played a few more of the, well, kind of the, an obscure, I didn't even realize this was a Disney game until you and I started talking about it, but the Kingdom Hearts series. Oh, yeah. Which has been going on since 2002, which is actually... Well, it's Completing a, a sequel as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3, oh, yep, to be announced for PlayStation 4. Okay. But, yeah, I didn't realize this combines characters with, what, Final Fantasy and... And Disney stuff, so we got like Mickey fighting Final Fantasy characters. How does it work? I mean, (laughs) Mickey doesn't really kind of do much fighting. He shows up more fighting in the second one, but essentially the plot of the first one is King Mickey goes missing, and his wizard and his knight Donald and Goofy have to go to other worlds to try to find him and see what all's happening with him. And along the way, they encounter a character called Sora, who uh, is the wielder of a big, massive key that he beats things to death with. (laughs) Awesome. They disguise themselves. Mickey and Donald look like a knight and... uh, uh, a wizard to start with they disguise themselves to look like kind of well uh, oh, not quite steampunk versions it's kind of, but something similar to their normal kind of regular outfits it's kind of cool nice now is it all in that uh, that kind of like turn-based RPG combat no it's kind of it's kind of more active than that you uh, it's almost kind of button mashing at points um, you can do like combos with the thing you uh, mostly control uh, the main character Sora Thunder. to kind of attack things with the Keyblade, and Mickey and or Mickey, uh, Donald and Goofy kind of assist you with magic and kind of shield attacks. Uh, but you can choose to use magic. You can uh, you've got a list of things you can do. You can attack. You can do magic. You can use items. You know and. You know, different things do different things, you know. Uh, you've got fire spells, cure spells, um, lightning, ice, etc., etc. Some things work better than others on certain enemies. Right. You know, like the Final Fantasy series. Yeah. And you've got your... Um, oh, you can jump uh, to dodge things and roll out of the way. You've got buttons that allow you to do that, etc. Uh so it's 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 like the um, what do you call it? It's like Final Fantasy in some ways, but different in others. It's it. I'm trying to think. I think it might be kind of a precursor to some of the more recent Disney game, uh, Disney uh, Final Fantasy games because it's more kind of you're controlling one character's actions and right. you know having that as the focus. If you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, because I've, I've played, well, briefly some Final Fantasy, and I remember, yeah, it was, like, turn-based, but you had a team. It was, like, you know, I'm a Dungeons & Dragons guy, so it was it was cool in that respect that you had your, your characters with their stats and, you know, take your turns and do your different attacks and things like that. Um, but just, you got to... You got to respect the mad bastards that sat down and smoked something in a room one day and decided that was going to be a good mix, because that's just not, on its surface, something you would think, oh, let's put Mickey and 
goofy and you know in I didn't a think Japanese fantasy good. world. <laughs> yeah. I, I I had no clue I was going to enjoy it. It's just that I thought, ah, that's a silly idea. That's not going to work. But then I I saw what it was going to look like. I was going, I like Final Fantasy enough. I like Disney enough. I'm going to grab this. And I think I just kind of played it for three days straight and completed it. You know? I, I found that's the best way to choose a game sometime, though, is just the, that, you know, that concept that, you know, just makes you go... Okay, they made a game about that. I I should try that. <laughs> you yeah. know, I have tons of games like that that are just like, hmm. I, I've got one game that's like basically managing a Middle Eastern country. You know, basically managing like Syria and trying to stay out of a civil war. And it's like, <laughs> it's morose but fascinating. And you know, I, I just downloaded like, uh, well, like, you know, that Chromus. Uh, what was that? That Chroma Squad you turned me on to. I've been having endless <laughs> fun with that thing, man. This was I never even I watched, you know, very little Power Rangers, but this it actually makes me want to go back and watch Power Rangers, which is scary. Yeah, I mean it references Power <laughs> Rangers and it I'm pretty sure it references the original Japanese stuff. Yeah. As well. Yeah, I've been the, looking for an Evangelion reference in there and I haven't really seen one yet. But <laughs> you never know, they might throw it in. Yeah. But that Super Sentai stuff is definitely in there. Mm-hmm. But you would think a lot of people, you know, look at Disney, and I'm sure Scott will dispute this strongly, that, you know, they they have, their image is, you know, family-friendly, you know, obviously. And um, you just wouldn't think they'd, they'd steer to strange corners like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But they've had a lot of success doing it. Epic Mickey, I guess, was kind of a bizarre, oh, bizarre game. Awesome. I, I tried to play it. I think I rented a... Uh, a console one weekend and, and tried it out and that just really didn't get very far and I, I don't think I completed I it doing. I don't think I completed it but I did get the game and I got the special um, paintbrush kind of controller adapter for the Wii version mm-hmm. it was fun mm-hmm. I I had a lot of fun getting through however far I got through <laughs> you, usually when I was playing games like that though I was fighting for time with a the, you know the ten-year-old kid that was in my charge at the time. You know my girlfriend's kid or whatever at the time, and so you know they. You can't just kind of bully your girlfriend's kid out of the game, even if you want to play it more. Or you don't get yeah. any nookie that night. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you know you give up the, the controller. Uh, obviously, they've they've done games on just about every conceivable movie property that they've they've come out with. Uh, yeah. You know, Lion King was obviously huge for him, but they they came out with something in '94 to 2000. Uh, I love the, uh, I mean, Toy Story. Obviously, there's there's a bunch of them out there for that. And the, you have eight bit versions or sixteen bit versions or whatever of the kind of songs from the films. Mm-hmm. I remember spending ages on the uh, jumping around on top of various animals, and I just can't wait to be king. On the Lion King one, nice, yeah, yeah, uh, and obviously similar in the Aladdin one, friend like me level, yeah, lots of weird dancing hands and stuff. I'm sure I've played some of the Lion King ones because, as I said, I, I had kids under my charge that had Nintendos at that time. Um, I played one of the Roger Rabbit games um, back mm-hmm. in the day. It was an older. Well, they they didn't make them past '91. But I think it was the uh, the rareware one, maybe on the Nintendo Entertainment System, 
um, which was just kind of like, you know, followed, it was it just kind of a side-scrolling jumper that, you know, kind of followed the movie plot, but uh, it was pretty yeah. cool. Does he count as Disney? Wow. I, I guess so. I mean, yeah, it's, it's at least on this wiki page. I, I yeah. mean, this is kind of listing anything that probably has a, a Disney character in it, too. Because um, they're, you know, all the, there's yeah. a plethora of different software companies. Disney just kind of throws it out to everyone. Um, although they do have their own mobile studios now, apparently. I'm seeing a bunch of games for mobile phones and iOS. Some DuckTales games. You said you played some DuckTales, right? Yeah, I got uh, remastered on release day because mm-hmm. it's awesome. Uh, did you ever see the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, I watched a few. The voice actors from the cartoon came back and put voices into the game. Nice. So, whereas before it was an 8-bit kind of Oh, okay, so thing, the upgrade they came in. And, no kidding, that's cool. They, so, no, no more 8-bit graphics. It essentially looks like the... What do you call it? It looks like the cartoon. Step away from me, fortune, you crook. This time, McDuck. It's just, it's the exact same gameplay, essentially, as the old Nintendo game, but, you know, better graphics. You could do a lot with just doing that with older games, just remastering them like that. Yeah, they do a lot. A lot of them have come out on Steam that way. I mean, a lot of the old Sega and, and all, all kinds of them. There's a ton of them out there. Yeah, that's always nice. And uh, I've been meaning to pick up, actually, there's remastered Homeworld out there. I used to have Homeworld back in the day. Great space, you know, battle sim, a real-time strategy that it looks like it's pretty cool. Uh, Darkwing Duck was on here, too. Um, I think I only played it briefly, but anything where the character's name is DW, always <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, this one intrigues me. DuckTales Scrooge's Loot. And that, that's going to oh. be interesting. And they just came out with uh, the Duck Force Rises for iOS, which uh, is really? obviously intriguing. Um, yeah, wow, just an amazing amount. All the movies, an, I mean, Little Mermaid, Beauty and yeah. the Beast, and a lot of them probably, movie adaptations, you know, are never really, they're kind of hit and miss always. You know, they pump them out there and, you know, just to get some quick money usually. But uh, you occasionally find a little gem here and there. Uh, I'm sure they probably spent some money on the Toy Story ones. I haven't really gotten yeah. to spend any, uh, play any of those. Uh, Tron game. I'm sure Mr. Gardner's going to want to talk about oh, the Tron yeah. games. And uh, I haven't played any of the, like, the PC ones, I don't think. But obviously, you know, one of my earliest, earliest, you know, video game experiences ever was playing the Tron arcade game. Which I was miserably bad at. I think I, you know, I think they started you off with light cycles, maybe, and I don't know if I ever got past them. <laughs> you know, but but they had the big, uh, you know, space paranoids. Program. Oh, there was a, there was a Tron twenty six hundred game. I think I played too. Adventures of Tron, maybe that might have been. Yeah, twenty six hundred, yeah. or, or actually, I I played the Deadly Discs and the Solar Sailor on Intellivision too. But you know where I played him? I played him in, like, my local Sears. I would seek out, you know, whenever Mom would take me shopping, I would just, and me and Bill talked about this on our first podcast, is that, you know, when the parents took you shopping back in the 80s, they, they, they left the children in the TV section, and we yeah. would always find the 2600 or the Intellivision that they had set up, and 
and the, that's my babysitter for the next hour and a half. You know, now you know now parents would have their kids taken away for crap like that, but <laughs> they don't really have those kind of sitting out anymore. That, no, that no. Much. Uh, I mean, there's there's a couple of places I think the HMV, which is smart because they're problematic. It, because you you would get yeah, I mean, because you would get just a. It's problematic because you would get a, a group of kids around there, you know, basically that would break out into a fist fight eventually because somebody's taking longer than they should, or you know, I want my turn, I want my turn. I th- yeah. I'm trying to remember which ones I got to play. I think I played the Lynx Summer Games thing. I remember playing it in a kind of shop occasionally. Uh, I remember calling in to play Castlevania. On the N sixty four, I think it was. Oh, they consider that that's a Disney thing too. Amazing. No, no, I'm just I'm just in the oh the okay kind of play, playing games in stores, right, type right thing. And yep. can't think of anything else store wise. Um, I know there was a racing one. I can't remember the name of it. it that was, was like, always um, triangle my... triangle speed ship things driving really really fast. Wipeout maybe. Sounds about right. That was always my target was the Intellivision because I had the 2600 and I couldn't play the other games. Ah. Unless I befriended someone or, or you know, stole time in a Sears or Woolworths. Uh, Woolworths, oh my God, there's something you know, you'll never hear again. Um, Bugs Life, 102 Dalmatians, Disney's Tarzan, I'm just Finding Nemo, Wally. I mean, it's just ridiculous. If you want a Disney game... Throw something out your window and you'll find one. You'll hit one. Um, uh, one of the more interesting ones, Donald Duck in Maui Mallard. Okay. <laughs> um, essentially, you're playing Donald Duck, who I think dresses oh, there we as... Go. Just found it. Let's see, dresses as... A, a ninja. Well, yeah, he looks like a martial artist, apparently. He, he transforms into uh, a ninja, occasionally. Mm. He, he is dressed like Thomas Magnum for half of it. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on. Really? Okay, yep, Molly Mallard. Yep, why not? Jeez. See, twisted brains behind all of these games. It's it's, it's not just I, for kids, kids. I think he transforms into the um, into the ninja dude, big, or martial arts dude, mostly because he's had a spell put on him by a witch doctor. Mm-hmm. Been a while since I played it. Now I almost wonder with so much stuff that Disney controls. I mean, I'm not saying I really want them to do this because competition is always kind of good. But I wonder if it'll come a day that they just said focus on their own. I mean, maybe Avalanche Software is them. I'm not sure. Independent studio? No. Oh. I was just reading up on Infinity, but I, I can't believe thing like. Disney, as huge as they are, wouldn't just kind of start their own game studio if they're so invested in putting all these games out. It just seems like it would, you know, maybe they just don't want to mess with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they farmed out the Star Wars stuff to EA, I think. Was it just EA? 
because they had 1313 that was going and it's temporarily right. disappeared for now, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, they pulled the plug on a few of them uh, once they got the rights, which is, it, it's kind of a weird move, too, considering how much they do farm out their work, but, but I think Star Wars is one property they, they want tight reins on. I'd be kind of interested to see if they would remaster a couple of the older ones, because recently the Double Fine, I think it is, put out Grim Fandango. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, remastered. Uh, I've got it for PC, because <coughs> I, I got the Humble Bundle monthly thing, and it was in with that, nice. you know, like a month after I bought it for PS4. So, typical. Um, <laughs> and then, about a month after that, it was the free game on PS4. Yeah, of course. If you were on the PlayStation Plus. So, you know, made me feel really good about spending that money. Yeah. Uh, just, just you know, stick the knife in there, twist it a little bit more, why uh, don't you? So I'd never buy pretty much any game right away anymore because... Oh, any- I waited. I was waiting for it to be cheaper, and I did. Yeah. I, got, I think I got it a little bit cheaper. I thought, I really want to play this. I've played like five minutes of it. I want, I'll get back into it eventually. The way but, they're they're sucking people's wallets with DLC these days, though, I mean, you, you got to wait like two years and get that, that all-inclusive package, you know? Oh, the Game of the Year edition. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just got everything. Otherwise, it's like... Oh, yeah, just waiting for new stuff. I guess the Star Wars, the uh, the Old Republic um, online game is having some issues with, like, timely content and yeah. stuff like that. People are getting kind of pissed about but Yeah, I, I only feel bad for the people who are paying for it. Anyone playing it for free can stick their head up there. Yeah, know. oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you've, you're, you have a free game. Yeah. Stop Stop complaining. Oh, I know. I mean, like, Marvel Heroes was like that, man. People complain about that every day. They do a, an update with, you know, new content or a new new bonuses, like, every Friday. And every Friday, you know, you have the same idiots on there. be like, oh, how long is the patch going to take? And, like, probably about as long as it has for the last 52 weeks. <laughs> you know, hour or two, then you jump in there and play for free. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, my, my laptop, I think, is starting to, unfortunately, die. <laughs> yeah, not going to It's gradually my... getting worse and worse, so yeah. I, I try not to play that many high-powered games on it. Yeah, I'm slowing down on that, too. Uh, my Marf- Marvel Heroes is kind of getting there. It's, uh, yeah. I not to be on that much. Plus, distracted by other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just jumped back in because they did just add some story content. They added in um, Secret Invasion stuff. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and, you know, so you get one or two new cutscenes. and you're kind of interesting. If, are, are you as part of a team and then suddenly one of the other people turns into a scroll? No, but that would have been... That would be... We, we need to that write that. would be them. fun. Yeah, I, just, I don't think it's anything like that, and that would have been kind of awesome, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it would be an interesting way to go. You have a five-player team, and one of you gets to be the scroll, and if you beat the other, you get, like, overpowered, and... Have to beat the other three or four characters who've come along with you. Right, I'm sending your number to Gazillion Games right now. We need to make you a developer. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. If, if I wanted to be a developer, I would have focused more when I was at uni. Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, I did a games programming course. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. I just didn't didn't do too well in my final year twice. Just I don't think wasn't that, working for me. I would think oh, that'd well. be such a. That, I think that 
industry would drive a person insane fairly quickly, though. Um, just having to keep up the way technology moves, man. Have, what you would have to do mentally to keep up with it would just be like, I don't know. <laughs> I would think it would just be exhausting. I feel like you'd have to be going back to school every year, you know. But to, if so. you're kind of there, you know, if, if you kind of got into kind of current stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it might be easier to kind of just keep up. Right, you know, right. At moving with everything at the same time. But, you know. Uh, that's that's way above my brain's pay grade. So I, uh, I, I, I bow, I bow to, to anyone that can actually program the things that I play. Uh, absolute, I remember absolute back, wizards, you know, in my opinion. But back back in the olden days, I got a whole bunch of old computer magazines. Wow, they they might have been new computer magazines because it was about nineteen ninety nineteen eighty nine, and I used to program in BASIC. Yeah, yeah like I, I actually taught my, I taught myself some basic basic because yeah we were in we were on the ground floor of you know the TRS eighty computers you know when I was in high school so yeah we had to take our computer courses and we learned our little basic stuff and we all got smarter than our computer teacher really quickly and that pissed her off and um, <laughs> and so we we're all playing games we found the Star Trek games and all this stuff and passing them around on big floppy disks. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I had to learn a little HTML when I ran a website, but the, the knowledge sadly did not stay with me very well. Did you have to use preams? Uh, maybe. So, I, do, do you remember those at all? <laughs> no, websites no, no. Where you would have like the um, bit at the side, which was usually just like a menu that you clicked the things, and it would open up those pages in the kind of free M next to it. Oh, right, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I went through a company... They don't use that anymore, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I, I had, like, a template that I went through. It was a really shitty website. I used to do YouTube stuff and independent journalism on it. And, um, but I just learned how to kind of get in there and mostly make, I make some of my windows bigger and stuff. Nothing fancy. <laughs> I, I stuck a surfing Pikachu onto, onto a page. That, that was mostly what I did for a web page. Nice. I didn't have anything to put there. Yeah, gifts were always fun. I always found I probably killed the computer going online and finding all these free gifts and shit to put on my website, and they're all just virus laden beyond words. You know, <laughs> for I had a little better grasp of computer security, uh, killed a couple of them that way. I think it wasn't the porn. It was not the porn. <laughs> it was um, the redirecting to yeah, the porn because there was no porn. That's it. That's it. No, it was the accidental porn you used to get. I mean, a lot of people don't know this that use computers today that are maybe under 25 that you used to not have an option on whether to get porn sent to your computer or not it would just show up i mean literally you surf you know a skeevy entertainment website all of a sudden there'd be dicks and boobs in front of you all of a sudden while your mom was like, what the hell is that i don't know you mistyped <laughs> one letter you yeah. know got a yeah. hot meal instead of hot meal <laughs> <laughs> Takes you to a whole different thing. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> Speaking uh-huh. of creepy things, there was this one goofy when I was at Disney World. I did not trust him. Scott's going to ban me from the network for even suggesting that. Uh, <laughs> so we'll edit that one out. No, we won't. Hey, it was. It wasn't the real goofy. It was probably just the standing, distract people. Yeah. I suppose you think that the Father Christmas in the malls isn't the real one too, heathen. 
No, that's that's his <laughs> that's his uh, temporary minion or temporary hireling. An avatar. Maybe he inhabits each of those. He's just Santa's just an energy force now. How else could he deliver that many toys? I don't know. Yeah, so we're fishing for shit to talk about tonight. Is, is actually, Have you noticed? He's actually a big blue dude who goes inside the body of normal people. No? Sure. Bit of role reversal there. As long as I still get something under the tree every year, I don't care what he is, really. Hey. Uh, Going over this list uh, gave me a nice little walk down memory lane of just the Disney movies and shit I grew up with. And I said it's weird that I'm looking at this and it's like, oh, I want to go try the Sleeping Beauty game. They're like, no, you're a 47-year-old man. No, you don't. Stop it. But there's like a there's some Fantasia games out there. There's even yeah, Fantasia like a, was rather fun. Um, yeah. I think it had the uh, had some of the music, and you had to. It was mostly a platformer where you played as my favorite Mickey variant, which is Sorcerer Mickey. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. See, I have an awesome sister who went to Florida Disneyland. For years, I had wanted a Dis- uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, a Fantasia Mickey Mouse. Um, I'd gotten a Mickey Mouse from my aunt and uncle when they went visiting themselves. Mm-hmm. And when my sister went, she got me a Fantasia Mickey. So I love me my Fantasia Mickey. I still have it. My, my favorite acquisition from... Disney World was my goofy hat, which had the big floppy ears down the side and teeth out the front. I, I totally resist. I, I had to resist. I could not. <laughs> I, I could not find a reason to get myself the Donald Duck hat. I wanted it, but I couldn't justify it. I never know? liked Donald. I honestly never understand a goddamn word he said. So I just could not connect oh, with ass- Donald. <laughs> he's awesome. If you don't understand what he's saying, just assume he's swearing at someone. It's hilarious. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I always feel kind of sorry for that. <coughs> but, um, oh, Mickey Mania. That was a damn good game. Um, what was the premise of that? Okay, so it's essentially you're Mickey Mouse and you're traveling through his kind of past. I can't remember. Let's see. Uh, I'll see if I can bring it up here. I, I, I can't remember why it was happening, but... The first level you start off on is Steamboat Willie, nineteen twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you you're there past Mickey's there, and you've got to kind of. Uh, I think you beat the crap out of uh, Pete, or right. Yeah. I, I I assume it was Pete, or is he Steamboat Willie, or? No, isn't Mickey was Steamboat Willie, wasn't he? Uh, see, that I'm never sure because. He's Mickey Mouse. I always thought he, Pete he was, Pete he was, was the, the henchman, the evil henchman. You know, he was he was the thug. I thought. Yeah. Either way, you're fighting whoever Pete turns uh, is kind of created from, and you know, work your way through all of the different 
levels. Uh, the Mad Doctor was another one. Uh, you had to mix potions and stuff in that level. Uh, I don't remember the band concert one. Moose Hunters, you had a chase because you were chased by a moose. <laughs> All right. you, had to, you had to kind of collect apples to make yourself run faster, if I remember right. Nice. Other fun. Lonesome Ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that uh, was always one of my favorites. I yeah. mean, as far as characters. and I used to have the Lonesome Ghosts uh, Viewmaster thing. Oh, cool. the, the little crank uh, movies that you... Yeah, I remember those. Just, I had Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Still pissed at Honeywell. You found an alien one at one of our garage sale gloats, and it was... I was looking at a little alien figure right next to it, and he's like, whoop, mine. <laughs> oh, well. Such is the struggle. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, the Mickey Mouse game, Mickey Mania, was apparently a 65th birthday game. Allegedly. But... They released it a year later because they couldn't have gotten it out within the six month time period. Right. But yeah, it was it was rather fun. You know. I mean it's great that, that people are putting out, you know, and said Disney's still making them uh, with all their properties that that somebody is making stuff for the kids out there and I'm sure um, Scott's gonna talk about it. I, I hopefully he might have his son Logan on with us too, which would be excellent to hear, you know younger person's perspective on, on the game, because, I mean, Scott plays Infinity with him, and they love it, I'm sure. But, uh, it's good, because it's not always a smart play. Well, it's a smart play to make stuff for kids, because the parents will shell out the money for it. I mean, so, yeah, it's good business, but but, I, you know, the the main money in, in video games is more adult video games, so it's just good that somebody's still making something for the kids, and if anyone's going to do that, it would be, definitely be Disney, I suppose. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I guess all you have the, to do is kind of take whatever popular TV show is and find a decent premise for it. Yeah, yeah. As we said, uh, Disney's got a wide variety to choose from. Um, I mean, they've done everything. The, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers games. I actually think I played that on the NES. It came out in 1990. I don't know how. You know, the Rescuers, Jungle Book. Um, Oliver and Company, Basil the Great Mouse Detective. There was a 1987 game on that one. Um, various Winnie the Pooh, The Black Cauldron. I got to play, uh, which was Disney's kind of attempt to do. A, was that was that a Don Bluth? That wasn't Bluth, was it? It was Disney's kind of foray into the animated fantasy stuff. Oh, are you still there, Dave? Oh, Dave is not there. <laughs> and edit point trying to get Dave back who is it it's me Dave open up man I got the stuff who is it it's me Dave man open up I got the stuff who Who is it? It's it's Dave, man. Will you open up? I got the stuff with me. Who? Dave, man. Open up. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Come on, man. Open up. I think the cops are... Open up the door. It's Dave. Who? Dave. D-A-V-E. Will you open up the goddamn Dave? door? Yeah, Dave. 
Dave! Right, man, Dave. Now, will you open up the door? Dave's not here! Oh. <laughs> Alright, let's try that again. Take two, as it were. Uh, not that the audience will know that, but um, I was babbling about something. What was it? Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron um, which we're, we're going to eventually do a whole no consoles uh, for old men just on the Sierra Online games, or just Sierra originally, because um, they put out a huge amount of stuff, and it was mostly point-and-click adventure games is what they're mostly known for. I'm sure you've played your, your share of Sierra King's Quest. and played one or two here and there. Yeah, if you've ever played video games, you pretty much couldn't avoid them if you if you played them in the 80s or early 90s. But, um, yeah, Black Cauldron, the film, was actually pretty cool, and it was kind of a departure for Disney movies and going into, well, I mean, all their fairy tale stuff is dark, but this was very specifically, you know, kind of new characters, new fantasy-type character stuff, and, um, yeah, Sierra did a little point-and-click adventure on that one. Um, it was it was kind of in the unfortunate time where things weren't looking too good for Disney movies, wasn't it? Well, it was yeah, after I, after Black Hole and Tron, but before. Yeah, and I don't think I mean it was a, it was thing? a brave move, and that's yeah, and then they kind of went back to the, their standards that they knew worked. Yeah, I don't think it went over huge um, because I think it kind of freaked people out, you know, it was different and, and Disney is always kind of this this comfortable, it, you know Is no, it the one with no the relatively quantity. dark ending? I don't remember I have watched it, but yeah, I mean it, it, I, I have this strange image of like someone being melted, like properly Might be I don't know if it's that one. Let me see, I got it uh, plot, 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 plot um Yeah, it looks like someone even maybe died and was resurrected, and yeah, you know. Okay. But yeah, it was the big horned king. Oh yeah, it consumes the horned king in a tunnel of fire and blood, as well as ah. destroying the castle. So maybe that. Fuck was it. yeah, you know. I'm sure. Oh, there's an undead <laughs> army. So yeah, you know, so but you don't see a lot outside of the haunted mansion um, in Disney stuff. Not a lot of zombies, really, historically. Um, no, not so much. <laughs> unless you count like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, technically oh. zombies. I do believe they're doing a new version of that haunted mansion. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's coming out movie? fairly soon if it hasn't already. Because um, didn't they do one with like Eddie Murphy not a few years back that was probably really stupid? Uh, I uh, want to say I want to say no, just like I want to say there isn't a Terminator Three. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I'm sorry, I just dislike. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. IMDb confirms our our worst fears, and yes, I tried watching it once. Yeah. I thought, ah, this will be okay. I liked Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, dear. <laughs> that that nearly put me off going on the ride. Oh, see, well, I got to go on the ride first, so I, I was jazzed for it. Yeah, I got to go on. Yeah, definitely, that was one of my highlights of Walt Disney World. Um, oh, I love me some grim grinning ghosts. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I did the haunted mansion at Disney World and Pirates too. So yeah, those are those memories just popped back. Uh, so that was cool. Those are you know two of the must go on rides. Ah um, uh, yeah. 
and yeah, but uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that the Eddie Murphy one came out in two thousand three, so I guess it's enough times passed to. When was the last time he did a kind of really decent film? I don't know. Um, he was he was pretty good in um, what was it Tower Heist or something? Oh. I might have to check it out. It's with, yeah. With that, I want to call him Zoolander at the minute. Um, yeah, ben, it's Zoolander. Ben it's, Stiller. Yeah. yeah, Ben Stiller, and um, who else was in that? Ellen Alda. It was a good cast, and it, it was pretty funny, and surprisingly enough, done by Brent Ratner. But yeah, Eddie Murphy played a played a good part in that. See, I've enjoyed some of the films he's done. It's just that he also did X Men Three, didn't he? Eddie Murphy? No, Brent Ratner. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, so, I'm not over that either. Uh, <laughs> the, there, to be honest, X Men Three. There are good ideas in there. It's just that with, with the number of people they didn't really have access to, they shouldn't really have gone anywhere with them. Yeah, uh, I think I'm assuming Cyclops is written out because he was busy trying to do Superman. That's kind of my understanding. Yeah, or just you know, I don't know. Um, but they they killed off half the cast in that one. Yeah, which is always good for dramatic effect, I suppose, but they killed off the wrong... Well, you may hear me go on an epic X-Men rant, anti-X-Men movie rant, once I do the uh, the Deadpool roundtable, because as I've been spewing all over the internet, Deadpool's now officially my favorite X-Men movie. So... <laughs> yeah, see, I'm st- I still enjoyed Wolverine. Or, sorry, The Wolverine. Mm-hmm. It Parts was of it. fantastic. I, I like me some Japan. I like me some Wolverine. Yeah, that's one of my I favorite. I like me some Hugh Jackman. Favorite storylines, but they needed to leave Gene Grey right the fuck out of that movie, in my opinion. See, I didn't mind that because <laughs> it, made, it made sense for the character. You know, I have no problem with that character. It's perfect to have her uh, there. You know, it, it did but, in the context of the X-Universe that's been on, <laughs> on the movies, but I mean... it. And then, at the end, we get a lead into Days of Future Past, which gets rid of um, everything pretty much. everything <laughs> yeah. and alters time enough so that the, the, it causes enough ripples through time so that people are conceived many years after they were originally conceived like uh, let's call them Gambit and Wade Wilson yeah oh yeah well that's going to be my one you know We'll give you a preview of my my X Men rant. That De- Deadpool felt like a more cohesive movie universe already than what six X Men films. <laughs> so had better continuity than the rest of the entire series. So. Oh, I don't care because all that counts now is X Men First Class and X Men Days of Future Past. Yeah, half of it. Yeah. So technically, everything else is in flux. So I don't care. Uh, I still enjoy X Men One and Two and three to some extent because they tried to do sentinels but you know for the whole two minutes but they give me a danger room there, there was enough kind of yeah. fan pleasing stuff in it oh, that yeah. it kind of balances out how much i didn't really enjoy the plot as yeah. much yeah yeah and it had it had a fairly decent juggle but it could have been better but hey we i didn't have- mind so much but deadpool was fantastic mm-hmm yeah, I was in a cinema with everyone laughing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, the one we were in was pretty busy too. And, yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, was, though, someone someone took their kid to see it. Uh, yeah, well, I heard, and I was, and they had to walk out, and I, I, 
I heard about that today and I was going, but did you not watch the trailer before you took your 10, 11, 12-year-old child to see this movie? Well, the showing we were at, there were kids even younger than that. There would, as Well, in the theater we went to, they've got these big, glorious, lazy boys, so... And, and they're so big that you you know you can still see the screen, but you don't really see the people around you at all. Um, and so when it's over, everyone's getting up, and there's like four eight year old boys walking out with you know a young parent, and just like whoa, okay, you're gonna have some fun questions about that sex scene montage when you get home, Dad. <laughs> Best of luck New with Year, that. Year of the dog, <laughs> right? It's like, or you know the uh, yeah, nope. Nope. <laughs> Thought I could, couldn't do it. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was rated over here. Uh, what what rating did it get with you guys? It got an R here. You guys have something different. Um, I think I can't remember if we had it as fifteen. Thank God 15? if you do, because the MPAA is fucked up beyond words. With ours was fifteen, mm-hmm. so. Anyone 15 years and older can go see it. By themselves, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you're you all decadent over there anyway. You're all fucking drinking from four years old, and you just, you know. That's why we left hey. That's why we left you. <laughs> just evil. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, speaking of evil, we had Evil Dad as a video nasty. <laughs> video What's nasty? For? Nasty. You okay, actually have that- a rating that's nasty? No, no, no. Back in the 80s, back before I was alive, um, I believe, uh, if any of this is wrong, by the way, uh, tough, you've got the internet. (laughs) Exactly. Read up on it yourself. But um, there there, there were people who didn't like indecency anywhere. And so to spoil it for pretty much everyone, they kind of blocked things right okay occasionally yeah and some of the things they blocked were um stuff like evil dead i'm assuming that they just didn't like the fact that a tree kind of sort of um you know right raped a woman yeah yeah you know it's 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 and yet how many movies did they probably approve with human on human rape but let's not even go there i don't know but I mean, they they edited um, various films, you know, cut them to pieces, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. And you know, it took. I think when they started getting some of the more um, dark stuff, I guess, uh, within the last fifteen odd years. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, see, we we have a weirder system. We're, we're America, so we don't censor anything. We just make it impossible for people to see things. Um, yeah. So we have the NC-17, which is nobody under 17, no exceptions. And if you get slapped with that on your movie, you will not find a theater that will run you, you know, except for some art house place. And so your movie's going to make shit for money. So that's kind of the system here. And it's... If you ever want to watch a really big, good movie about... Um, uh, what the heck's it called? I'm going to find it for you. Even though we're way the hell off the topic of this particular podcast. Yes, for Disney stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Deadpool. Not a problem. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah C- this- completely forgot that uh, some of the films you couldn't actually see without getting prosecuted. 
Really? Wow. Yeah. I forgot so, about that. So we, we've... Uh, it, it wasn't really a problem for me, I don't think, though, because by the time I started getting into seeing any of these films, I was of a decent kind of age. Right. And We've gone uh, through similar things in this country, um, but said mostly reason mostly prevails but you ever want to see a really great movie about um our messed up rating system it's called this film is not yet rated i think i've heard of it yeah it came out in 2006 and just explains how the whole messed up system is and it is it's like you know and and if you show a a semi-erect penis in a movie you'll definitely get nc-17 but you can that's gonna be hard for them you can probably mow down children with you know, a machine gun and still get a PG-13 in this country. So, you know, that just kind of tells you where us crazy Americans are at sometimes. But, so, Disney games um, (laughs) and movies and Disney movies and uh, Do you have a favorite Disney movie? Favorite? Um, I don't know. I guess guess that we won't include like Marvel and Star Wars in that now. That would be kind of cheating. Um, Just a little. Yeah. As far as the old school stuff, I mean, I grew up on, you know, the horrible, traumatizing Bambi and, and Sleeping Beauty. And the, the the what scared me the most was probably Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the dragon she turned into. She's. The, I think she's pretty much one of the main bad guys in Kingdom Hearts. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. They, they kind of do a... Um, steal the Marvel thing, kind of Masters of Evil type thing. Yeah. You know, you've got all of the kind of Disney villains teaming up with uh, another bad guy they've created for the game to kind of fight everything. Although they, I don't think they realize they're teaming up with him. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, they're, they're all teaming up with her because she's the main dark one. But yeah, not seen Bambi. I've no. seen bits of it. Don't, don't, you know, just... I, I've... Uh, within the past year, I have seen the one bit that I have never seen before. Yeah, I have now seen um, the off-screen death of Bambi's mother. Yeah, well, that, that oh, t- spoilers! Bambi's mother yeah, dies. You know, it's it's all right. Yeah, if we've saved you from viewing that or showing it to your kid, don't don't do it. <laughs> Kids that age shouldn't know that deer get killed by hunters. <laughs> yeah. I had a really cute it. bunny, though. Uh, my, my favorite uh, short joke, I uh, think I heard it from a guy called Jimmy Carr. He's a comedian over here. Mm-hmm. Um, Venison deer, isn't it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, or what was the <coughs> other? Sh- oh, dwarf shortage. That was his, <laughs> that was his two-word joke. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the Snow White and... and I think probably it's got to be Robin Hood was probably my favorite old school one because I've always been the hugest Robin Hood fan. So when I you know saw they were going to do an animated, my all time favorite movie if I had to pick one is The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. So mm-hmm. I mean when I you know went to see, I maybe probably didn't. I don't know if I liked it when I was a kid. Um, I'm not sure if I saw it when I was younger. First, I know I know I've not seen it recently. Yeah. I'd like to go back and watch that one because, I mean, silly as some of those are, I think Disney's gotten a lot better at throwing in the uh, the in jokes for the parents and stuff, um, and I think it's served them well. I mean, like I can watch any Pixar movie and have as good yeah. a time as whatever child might be watching it too, uh, which is you know 
I got to watch, uh, you know, Frozen a couple times here. Um, See, I've so. not seen that yet. I, I kind actually, of want to. It's actually really okay. cool because it's the X-Men. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to admit to something that other people will possibly burn me for. I kind of like Let It Go. I have not seen the film. I have heard that song enough that I actually enjoy listening to it. Yeah, I didn't mind it when I was watching it. It's a lot better in the context of the movie than, you know, the endless replay of other people singing it that came out right after the movie. I, uh, I It's counting as a Christmas song, though. It was played on the radio like four or five times yeah. during Christmas. I so. would actually play that. I actually played some. I got to play some Anna, I think. Anna or Elsa, whichever one is Iceman. I believe Elsa is Iceman. Okay, yeah. Uh, in, in Infinity, and yeah, that's always cool, because you know, as I was watching it, I'm like, yeah, this she needs to go join the X-Men. <laughs> She's more more creative than Iceman is as a hero. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah. Aladdin's still my favorite Disney film, though. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I have to wonder if it's because it's the first one I got to see in the cinema. Mm-hmm. I think I watched that on yeah. DVD, but it was it was weird, too, because I've been always been a huge Robin Williams fan, and it was just weird seeing him as an animated character for the first time doing his act it was yeah it was kind of off-putting but i mean i, I still loved it because it was hilarious but it was just i bought my um that's kind of like eddie murphy because i I've mm. grew up on some eddie murphy movies and now all he does you know now all i've seen him in recently is donkey and it's just like yeah. that's axel foley that's not a donkey don't forget he did mushu <laughs> mushu the um, dragon from Mulan. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't. I've uh, not seen Mulan. I, I hear see, that's I, one of the better I can ones. Keep it, I can keep it Disney related. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but I'm better than me, man. I've had a uh, bad day. <laughs> what was it? The um, I forgot where I was going to go there. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry, I'm actually trying to get a hold of Doctor Bill online here. Saw him pop up. He's alive. Oh, that's what it was. When I was at Tokyo Disney, um, I called into the kind of small shopping center they had nearby and got myself a copy of Aladdin um, because it comes with the Japanese audio. And sometimes it's fun listening to the songs in a different language. It's relatively interesting. But um, I remember back when I was at uni, back in the olden days, about 10, 15 years ago, (laughs) so long. Um, I heard that they weren't going to be releasing. Hey, I'm 47, and I was actually at university just like four years ago, so yeah. it means nothing. <laughs> I just meant that 15 years is a long time ago. Yes, um, but um, I had a friend who had The Lion King on DVD, and I was going to get it for myself, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I found out that they weren't be releasing it again until 2014 mm-hmm. or something oh. daft like that because they took films and put them in the vault they didn't have them released all the time yeah like they, in production yeah they were they, playing that game for a while um with their video releases mostly yeah. they would they would come out with these oh, you'll, they you'll never be DVDs able to get this well. again yeah yeah which is just a lie because they like money yeah. oh there there was a website where they did specifically tell you when they were going to be planning to re-release them again um I'm kind of disappointed they didn't do the 3D with Aladdin. I know they were doing it with, uh, like, Beauty and the Beast and stuff, and I think, did they do Cinderella as well? Kind of would have liked to have seen what they would do with that. I don't think... I've never seen an animated 3D movie, I don't think. Let me think. 
I don't know if it yeah. adds much to it, but you know. I wouldn't think, I wouldn't see how it would, but I mean, I think it would be pretty cool, because I obviously love my 3D video games that look like, like that, uh, that Broken Ages you'd sent me was, is weird. Yeah. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's a weird game. I've, I've oh, never played I, a lot of it, but it's it's weird. <laughs> I, I'm one of the reasons why that was made. That was a Kickstarter game. Oh yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah. And um, guess what? Uh, guess what? One of the more recent free things on PlayStation Four was. What's that? <laughs> Broken Age. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, without me having put money into it, you know, I wouldn't have been able to get it for free. Yeah. So, you know. Which is kind of a contradiction in terms, you realize, I David. Um. <laughs> I know. But that, that's what I mean. If I, if I didn't back it, it wouldn't necessarily have gotten me in if everyone took that mindset. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't exist in the first place to be able to get it for free. Yeah, it's a tri- it, definitely you know, a triumph because there's a lot of Kickstarters that just fizzle and, and screw people, apparently. But, um, yeah, I appreciate that that gift that, that's going to it was uh, it was pretty fun seeing the production of it as well because you got uh, they released videos every once in a while so you could see behind the scenes of making it and stuff and where kind of problems happened etc etc because I'm pretty sure it wasn't a perfect kind of thing that they everything happened the way they planned you know alright I'm going to bring in our, our special guests tonight well one's actually the, my co-host um, so let me see if I can figure out the intricacies of I'm just a caveman and your Skype frightens and and, <laughs> and worries me. Uh Mr. Robinson, is that you? Bill? I guess not. There That's he is. Sad. Nope, he's with us and here he is. The man, the myth, <gasps> the legend. Scott Gardner. Wow. Hello. Cool. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Hopefully we're still recording here, gentlemen. Good to have you. Me and Dave have been talking about very little Disney related at all. <laughs> no, we we kept we kept Disney related for most of it. We just occasionally veered off here and there, and it's, it's went, went on to X rated movies when we brought up Deadpool. Briefly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, so. haven't seen it. Well, I don't know if I'll see it. You should, man. I, I think you'd go really for enjoy it. it. Yeah. Get get to a cinema that's as full as possible. I had like no expectations. I had a complete blast, and you know, it's it was it was a blast. But uh, well, welcome to my co-host, Dr. Bill Robinson, to No Councils for Old Men. Uh, Coming a little late because we all got stuff to do. Late? And, oh, well, I I thought Dr. Dave was your new co-host. He's <laughs> my temporary. Anyone can be co-host on this show, really. You know, we're not picky um, as long as we somewhere hey. along the line talk about games. Well, you're, you're my main co-host. You're my best friend, man. You're my bestie, Bill. Everyone else is just second or third bestie. Okay. Um, <laughs> but a very big welcome to Mr. Scott Gardner. Um, honored to have you on one of our shows, sir. Oh, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> thank no, you. No, no seriously, it. man. You, we wouldn't be doing this if, if not for you and Honeywell. So, Well, we might be doing it, but we wouldn't be doing it <laughs> on your webpage. Ah, so, um, oh, come on. I can't get away from this guy. <laughs> you know he chose to live near you know in the same state as him it's not my fault um, he was here he was here first so. he was here first he chose to stay i was here in 78 yeah let's let's hear you guys whine about your you know your painful trips to into star tours and the the friggin disney arcade there you know <laughs> whine for us guys it was uh, so cold today i think it was like 65 oh, shut up you <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, why? Is yeah, I, I use Celsius here, so I've got no freaking clue how hot that is. <laughs> that Celsius, a lot hotter like, than where I am. Let's put it that way. I'm below zero Celsius. Let's put it that way, David. Uh, um, but I like uh, negative one this morning. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's negative right. one Celsius. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's probably warmer than any negative stuff you have. Yeah, we got a cold. Uh, well, I, we can't complain about winter up where I am in uh, northern New York because it didn't even start till January this year. So I, I refused. To, we got a little cold snap the last couple of days, but I refused to complain. Other than that, my car didn't start. <laughs> <laughs> but, but all right, we've been talking a little bit about Disney uh, history of video games, which Dave has played a lot more than I have. Um, did some Kingdom Hearts and some Ducktales, and we're just talking about Disney movies and our. Howie Mallard is still awesome. And our experiences at uh, parks. Dave has been to Disney Tokyo, Scott. So that's oh, very cool. Jealous. Yeah. So and, jealous. Uh, <laughs> now I, I hate to breach maybe a sore suspect uh, sub- subject, but is. Disney EU is no longer, isn't it? Or you mean or Star Wars? Don't... You mean no? It didn't like Disney EU go under, or am I just not Europe? Disney Europe, Euro yeah. Disney, yeah. Euro no, Disney Euro, became. No, no, they're still around. Euro Disney yeah, changed to uh, Disneyland oh, okay. Paris. It was oh, kind of more of a restructuring, as far as I'm aware. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I said corrected. I, I, I hope it's still there. My friend <laughs> from work is planning to take his kids there for a Christmas present. Well, you just know, when I heard you'd gone to Tokyo, I'm like, wow, that's, you know, didn't they have one closer to you? <laughs> I happened yeah, to be, be in, <laughs> happened to be that, in Japan at the time. I figured, why not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When in Japan, go to Disneyland. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that could be really awkward, Dave, if your friend goes there and, oh, yes, welcome to Disneyland Paris. Yes, yes, come, come this way. Right? That doesn't look like a castle. No, 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 no. Pay no attention. This is, this is Mickey Rat. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is this Mickey Ratatouille? <laughs> his buddy, Don, his buddy Donnie the Pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys now. Uh, to, speaking of more recent Disney stuff, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Infinity because I know you gentlemen have been playing it a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got, today. Yeah, <laughs> I can see, and that's why I've, I haven't played much. Because, uh, it's I, I kind of have been doing the trial version that they put through on Steam, and it's it's a, kind of overwhelming. Um, and I have kind of a short attention span for some games I see, like that. Love you. Send the check. Yeah, absolutely. Ching, ching. Yeah. No, I didn't even go for their last sale. They, they don't like me anymore. Oh wait, yes, I did. I bought a two two dollar ninety nine cent. Um, World War II game that I think I've already deleted from my local files to make room for something I pirated. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Dino D-Day, was it? No. No, you know what? I think I might have bought that, though. No, I bought some really bad dinosaur g- online game from them for like a buck, and it was worth about a buck. Um, <laughs> but still cool to run around and shoot at dinosaurs. You know, whatever you pay. But it, it, we were just we were talking earlier about um, you know how Disney controls the universe and owns just about every entertainment property someone can think of at this point. <laughs> and uh, as I said, I'm generally not a fan of huge monopolies, but um, Disney does it right, and they put out a hell of a lot of really great product, and it's enabled them to create this thing, Infinity, which is just kind of the ultimate Disney property toy box, which is a term yeah. they use. 
And, man, I don't know. I, I said just a little bit I got to play. They doled you out, like, a, a free couple characters every day. I got to play with Chewie for a while. Oh, I even got Boba Fett, maybe. I got an Iron Man at one point in Milan. And Boba Fett? I think Where? I played Boba Fett and uh, <laughs> Elsa, our X-Men fan, Elsa from Frozen, which was pretty fun. And I think I played one of the Inside Out characters or something. And they start you out the, the free ones with like this little this, a Star Wars scene from like Clone Wars, and you get to battle with uh, Anakin, you know, running alongside Obi-Wan. So, man, just, yeah, sign me up. Um, Do you take the oh, high yeah, grind? The... <laughs> What's that? Do you take the high grind? He, he did. He actually, I think he jumped onto <laughs> some kind of floating platform and I was hacking the shit out of battle droids. So whatever it was, it was, it was a joyful time. Um, but you guys have uh, forked over some, some cashola probably for infinity and, and gotten oh, to yeah. <laughs> dig a little deeper into it. And yeah, it's a little, it's a little scary. I can imagine it's, Said Disney is not stupid when it comes to getting parents to to fork out cash for some of their their product because they they've structured this how how kind of like you know Marvel heroes and games like that that are on surface free to play, but if you want your favorite character, you're gonna have to pay. <laughs> so, right. um, which is all well and good, you know, and it keeps things like this rolling, and and you can even go in and do a significant amount as a free player and have a hell of a time, but. I'm going to just shut up for a while and let you two guys tell us a little bit about um, Disney Infinity. So have at it, guys. I don't know. Just kind of give us a basic premise, what you've been playing and well, um, building. I, I can kind of give my history with it. Um, we got it. Well, you could probably better explain it, too. Well, it, I'm trying to remember exactly when the system actually came out. And I want to say this was two, maybe three years ago at this point. Um, we got it. Uh, we kind of jumped on it a little bit late because I knew it was coming and I'd heard a lot about it and everything. Uh, yeah, this says uh, I'm looking at the, the list that you sent here of just Disney video games. This is 2013. So it came out, I want to say it came out like in the fall, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And... We were looking at it and everything, and I was really intrigued by it. But we weren't exactly sure, you know, what was it going to be? Because Disney had had another one not long before this one came along. I can't remember what the name of that one was. Right, I think we might have been about that. Disney Universe, maybe. I yeah, forget. It was it was one where it, it, it looked like it was trying to do similar things. Yeah, and it looked really interesting. And it was just a, like a blip on the radar, you know? Yeah. And, and totally, well, I, I, I can't say it's a totally fail, but it totally failed as, you know, for, as far as my perception is, you know, I never heard anybody talk about it. I never knew anybody who ever played it. You and it are didn't failing? Like it, <laughs> it, it, it just seemed like it, it you know, was, was here and gone. So, you know, there was a lot of buildup to Infinity kind of behind the scenes, a lot of people talking about it and really excited about it. But we kind of waited, you know, and we meaning my family, we just kind of waited to see, you know, what what was going to be the scuttlebutt, you know, did it look like it was actually going to be a thing? Mm-hmm. And then that Christmas, um, just, you know, through my work and everything, there was a special offer for cast members uh, to try it, uh, to buy the first starter set. Oh, sweet. For, I want to say it was like 50% off, which was a pretty good deal. I, I think that worked out to like, I don't know, $35 or something like that. And the, the original starter set 
um, came with three figures and three worlds. So you got the three figures you got. It was you got Captain Jack Sparrow, which was Johnny Depp's character in the pirate movies. Mm-hmm. You got Sully, which was um, John Goodman's character oh, in, in Monsters Inc., and Mister Incredible from The Incredibles. Nice. And those were the three worlds that you fought through um, in the game. You know, the, the three worlds you got to play in. Plus, there was the san- the uh, toy box mode. And we got it, and my kids really got into it. They really played it. And I'll be honest with you, I played it for maybe like that first month. And then I just kind of, it, it just kind of sat. And then after a time, the kids kind of got bored with it too because they played through the initial worlds and everything. And, and the toy box mode kind of seemed to quickly wear off with them. And part of it was we realized right away that in order to keep playing and, and really kind of invest in the world, you had to spend money. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was one of those things where like, eh, this could be kind of expensive. And at that time, the power discs, which is really where you get a lot of replay value <laughs> and, and just added play value out of the thing, the power discs back then, they were in blind packs of two discs per pack and on average depending on where you went to buy them they were anywhere between like five and six bucks mm-hmm. and i'm i've never been a fan of that like you know other than like say trading cards i've never you know back when they were cheap you know for like 50 cents or whatever i've never been bu- you know really big on buying like something blind without knowing what i'm purchasing yeah, yeah. and there was I forget how many there were on that first go around of discs, but I'm gonna venture a guess of like maybe between like I don't know thirty and fifty something like that. So I only ever bought just a couple of sets of discs, and every single time I would buy discs, I'd get repeats every single time. So it kind of discouraged me from spending you know five bucks a whack on these on these packs. Well. It was, I mean, but still, it was a lot of fun, and we really enjoyed it, even though we didn't quite play a lot of it once we played through the initial thing. It kind of set for a while, but I I kept up with the news and how popular it was and everything, and, and there just kept, these new uh, news stories kept coming along saying this was kind of the tip of the iceberg. They were kind of testing the technology, testing how popular a platform it would be and everything, but the idea was eventually it would incorporate the other worlds of Disney, so to speak. And, and the next thing that was the big rumor was Marvel. Yeah. Know, the yeah. comics. And they hit the ground was, running with that. Oh, yeah. So then <laughs> the 2.0 comes along, which is a whole other platform. And they had a really novel idea with that one, which was you could basically purchase it one of two ways. You could buy the pack... And I got to be honest with you, I didn't buy this pack, so I'm not sure what characters were in it. But it was it was like Disney, so it was just Disney characters in that pack. Mm-hmm. And that one seemed a little more geared for girls because I remember I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Brave was in there, and I forget what the other ones were in there. But then there was the other one, which was the Marvel pack, and that one was the Avengers. So you got Iron Man, Thor, and the Black Widow. Yeah. And that's the, the playset that it came with was an Avengers mission. And the cool thing about the playsets when you get into those is that the playsets um, will also allow you to bring in you know other characters as you purchase those other characters. So the Avengers, you know, of course you can play it just fine with the three characters it came with, but then if you decided to buy other characters, then there was like Cap and the Falcon and Hawkeye and the Hulk and... Uh, 
you know, all these other characters that you could buy, and they would also work there. Plus, there were some crossover characters that would work in multiple sets. You had, like, Nova from, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, like, that universe would play in both um, Avengers and eventually they released um, Guardians of the Galaxy. There was a Spider-Man set, and I think Nova... Yeah, Nova actually came with the Spider-Man set. Mm. So were these multiple sets. And that's, for me, where they hooked me. When they did the Marvel stuff... Yeah. Then I was like all in and really started playing it. But it, I kind of kept it narrowed to just playing the sets and purchasing, you know, the occasional character here and there. I still didn't really get into the discs all that much. So then fast forward to this past Christmas and then the 3.0, the latest one was coming out. And that's where they started to incorporate. Now it was Star Wars was the next launch. Yeah. So it launches with a new play set as the starter pack and that one is um the prequel trilogy of star wars so it launches with um a, a play set that has that that comes with anakin and ahsoka and then there's other characters you can purchase that work with it too like um you know, like obi-wan like clone wars style obi-wan yoda and other characters but the coolest thing happened when the 3.0 was about to come out, all of a sudden, all the old stuff from the original edition, from the 2.0, all the power discs, all the characters, all of a sudden you started to see them dirt cheap everywhere. And the discs suddenly went clearance, and now they're almost impossible to find, like actually like on a peg hook somewhere. You have to kind of go to the secondary market to find them now. But they just went really cheap. So I went to... Uh, we have a, a Toys R Us not far from us where I live here, and I went there when I heard they were going clearance. Walked in the store, and every one of them on the peg hook was a buck. So I bought everything they had on the stands. You know these these two disc packs, a, a buck a piece, and I just loaded up on them. And then we uh, we have a place. Um, it's kind of like a GameStop, but it's a mom and pop version of GameStop. They actually trade in secondhand games and they're the only place I've ever seen that will deal in secondhand discs. Yeah. And they smart. sell them for like 90, I think it's like 92 cents a piece or something like that. So just through that, I've now I've kind of gotten into the actual discs part of it and I've discovered how cool the discs really are. Mm -hmm. And the thing with this whole thing that that really just hooked me cuz it's been a while since I've been this into a video game cuz I, I was a gamer a lot, you know, in the in the eighties and then again in the nineties, you know, when PC games became real big and everything, and then just through the process of working and being a dad and everything else, I just yeah. kind of fell out of it. But this has sucked me right back in. And it's just the incorporation of all the you know, when you think you know, for most people when you think Disney, you kinda of think of like you know, just one thing. You know, it's it's Mickey and the gang and that sort of thing. But the cool thing about this is it's really uh, I think it works really well for people that have an interest in Disney beyond just the obvious, you know, of, of Mickey and, and those characters, because it has just so much, uh, like, 
I, I guess the best way to put it would like would be to describe it like geek Easter eggs. Yeah. So like no matter what thing Disney that you're interested in, some things you may have even forgotten were Disney, like say the black hole. Right. Oh you know, yeah. If you're interested in the black hole, you will find Easter eggs for the black hole. There's I, like Condor Man and Tron. Yeah. And you know really? tons Condor of stuff. For the, oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes, I mean. That's the thing that's been really fun to discover about this is these the, whoever the des, the developers are for this, they know their audience. They know that there's going to be people that, yeah, 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 you know, Anna and Elsa from Frozen. That's that's nice, and you know these other characters from Pixar and everything. But what if you know I grew up Disney in the seventies? Right. What's for me, and you'll you will discover yeah, I mean seventies Easter eggs in there. So. You know, I, just the other night I was showing my wife one of the things I unlocked was the, um, I'm trying to remember how it's pronounced. I think it's pa- Passamaguati, I think. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but it's the lighthouse tower from Pete's Dragon. Oh, no. Yeah, it's I knew one you were of the things. Say that. No shit. Yeah. It, it's just so <laughs> cool. You know, all these different things that you can incorporate into it, and you can, you know, the toy box mode. I you know I found little replay uh, value with that. I'll be honest with the first two versions, but with this third version, they have just gone you know all out. So I mean, you can build your own worlds and have all these different toys. And now I really like the toy box mode because now with this latest version, it seems like it's kind of fulfilling the promise I'd heard with the original version, which was eventually. You know, it's like being a kid when you would just dump out your toy box. And I don't know about you guys, when I was a kid, you know, I didn't segregate. You know, it wasn't like my my you know my Marvel characters were over here and my Star Trek guys were over here. You know, oh, no. everybody yeah. mashed together and everybody played together. So like, I had like, you know, the Mego Enterprise. A phaser full blast is the only thing that can really take the Hulk down for a second. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, so like (laughs) you got to use what you got. You got Captain Kirk (laughs) in the command chair, and then at you know at at, um, you know at the helm and navigation, I'd have like Batman and Robin. You know, Doctor Zayas uh, being. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And that's what this toy box mode with Infinity is like. Is that. You know, you can go in there, and you've got you know t- just today, for example. You uh, know, can you imagine if they got the Planet of the Apes rights too? <laughs> right, oh, I mean, make it know, happen, Disney. <laughs> so much stuff that you can do. So you know, earlier today, uh, my son and I were playing it, and you know, I was just laughing at the fact that he was playing as Darth Vader, and he's wearing a Buzz Lightyear backpack and flying around. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing as Thor and driving a, a chicken walker from Star Wars and oh walking around shooting, you know, little guys. And it was just a blast, you know, because yeah, it's, it's all your toys together and, and you just do whatever you want to. And it's it's so much fun. I, I played a mission where uh, the final boss battle was Darth Vader. And I whooped him as Mr. Incredible. So that's, that's nice. I love it. You know, if, if you can get past, if if it if that doesn't hit that, that that nerd nitpicker button, if that actually sounds fun to you, then you know you'll find something to enjoy with it. And that's what talk helps. about casting a wide net. I mean, I if this you know works for them, this is going to go down in like video game history as one of the most ambitious attempts oh. at something ever. I mean, it's just. Yeah, as you said, something for everyone, and that's you know they're not stupid. They know that 
there's a lot of Disney history out there. We were, I mean, it was just going down, you've seen the list of that Wikipedia, you know, of all the games. It's just a ridiculous number of things oh, they've yeah. put out over the years. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the thing, you know, you, you had said uh, originally that you had wanted to kind of do a, you know, a show, in, you know, talking about kind of the history of Disney games. Yeah. Nice. And at first, my first reaction was, eh, I don't know if I'd be any good with that. I really haven't played that many. But then I was looking at the list, and I'm like, Oh my God! Yeah, I forgot about that game and that. Game. I mean, there's actually, you know, the, there's quite a list of the games that well, are on that list that I like, actually have played. That I yeah, just you mentioned forgot, stuff like right? Black Hole, and and I found a Black Cauldron on there, and those are stuff that, mm-hmm. as you said, you don't kind of immediately think in the front of your brain is Disney. Even you know, Black Hole right. to me is just a great sci-fi movie that I used to love, and yep. you know, Disney is kind of secondary to that. As is kind of like Star Wars and, and Marvel characters now. They're they're Disney, but they're not Disney, you know. Right. But uh, well, Disney, I find one of the big ones for a lot of uh, of guys, you know, like us that you know, just like you know, comics and, and you know, movies from the eighties and that sort of thing, is Tron. You know, a yeah. lot of nerds forget that Tron was a Disney property, and Tron has has really great representation, both of course in you know in this Disney Infinity thing, but also. Just in video game history, Tron's had a lot of. Really it was good literally games. one of the first video games in an arcade I probably ever mm-hmm. played. You know, was yep. went to see Tron the movie, and it's like, oh my god, I can put quarters in something and ride light cycles around. Yeah, sign me up, Mom. Where's the quarters? Prepare to transport to light cycle grid. We have transport. Wow. Well, one thing I've been wanting to ask you, Scott, is I, I know that you're big into you know the PC games, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, you like first-person shooters, right? I'm not real good at them. I do love them, and I, I'm embarrassed to say this. I, yeah, I actually did find Tron 2.0 at a uh, at a garage sale recently, and I I read up on it, and I've decided I probably wasn't going to be very good at it, so I ended up selling it because it's actually Aww. yeah, it's actually a pretty hot commodity on on the eBay market. Um, it's a, a rarer game that isn't out there as much. Well, at uh, some point when you when you get time, tr- you got to try to play because that that is is one of the best PC gaming experiences I've personally ever had. I loved it. Mm-hmm. it I mean, not only was it just fun, it was beautiful. The sound was awesome. But that, to me, is is what I still consider like the true sequel to Tron. You know, uh, above and beyond the the crappy movie sequel that we got. Yeah, I loved the, I, you know, that game. It was great. I played that and finished that, but I don't remember who exactly um, the main character was based off. Was it Flynn's son, or was it somebody's son in that one? He was. He was. Um, Alan's son. Alan's, Alan's son. son. Okay. Yeah. Jet. Right. Uh, Jet. What was his last name? Bradley. Jet Bradley. Jet, do you think your dad would mind if I had some of his popcorn? Huh? Oh, sure. Have all you want. Yeah? I'm a little surprised you turned down the level 6 programming position. Look, Dad, I know you're disappointed. Damn right I'm disappointed. I pulled a lot of strings to get you that offer. I'm happy making games. Life is short, Pop. I plan to enjoy it. You sound like Flynn. Yeah, there was some hard stuff in that game, but it was good, though. It was, yeah. There were a couple levels that were really challenging, but uh, I I liked it just because it played by the rules. You know, the rules established in the original Tron, whereas 
you know, the Tron legacy movie, it's like it just kind of, okay, we watched the movie once and we think we have this, and they yeah. do not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I got to play a little of the Tron stuff in Infinity, and I, I don't remember what characters are. Maybe Iron Man. I might have been, you know, the big floating two-legged tanks. I think I was blasting away with Iron Man, so that right. was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, they actually have a, a, a good number of uh, of Tron uh, things in the in the Infinity. You know, the recognizers of vehicle that you can fly around. They have uh, uh, they have the light cycles um, from from like a lot of the stuff is from Legacy, but yeah. they have the newer version of the light cycles from Legacy. They have the light runner, which is the like the drag racing, like the. Um, Oh God! What do you call it? like the Formula One racer-looking car like they had in, in Legacy? Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have—they um, call them uh, sky domes. I'm not sure what that exactly is supposed to mean, but it's, essentially, it's a sky that you can put in, and they have a sky dome for um, like classic Tron. Right. So it has like the boxy, pixelated clouds, and oh, nice. you see the uh, you know the uh, IO tower in the background, and yeah. you know way off in the any distance. Solar sealers? Sort of thing. I'm sorry. What they were? Were there any solar sealers? Is that what uh, you were? see the 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 beam for it, but I don't think you ever see one. At, you know what you do see though? You, they have Sark's ship in there. Sark's big, mm-hmm. like the you know like the big Imperial cruiser type thing. Yeah, that Sark yeah. had that is that is one of the things that's in there. Cool. It was it, the toy box part of it is what kind of scared me. I, you know, I, I delved in, and you probably couldn't do as much as, you know, the freebie player as you can with other things. But I just, I was never very good at those create your own world type things. I was right. like to do other, other people create them for me. I, I tried some other like fan created worlds and stuff. I roamed around in, and those are always cool. And it's got a great network for that for you know modders and. And people, you know, try out other right. stuff that other people have made. So that's always a good shortcut to lazy creators like myself that have trouble putting together, you know, a, a square house <laughs> or something. See, I, I'm right there with you. And that that's, you know, the, the, the 1.0, you know, the original version, I don't know that I ever really played with the toy box much at all beyond the fact that I went into it a couple of times and was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then with the 2.0, it was a little bit more of going in and checking it out, but it was still kind of one of those things where, like, somebody that was into, like, Minecraft or something would love this, but I'm yeah. not that guy because I don't yeah. have that kind of time. But with the 3.0, they finally kind of got me because now it's, I mean, you can go in and, and, you know, depending on the tools you use, it'll basically create itself for you, which is, that's what I want. You know, yeah. just create the thing for me, throw in a bunch of bad guys and give me something to do. Because I'm not five, you know. It's like yeah. I, I, I'm more mission based. Give me, yeah. give me an objective beyond just, hey, this is really fun, and let me just build stuff. Because I'm that that bores me. I'm not interested in that. And you guys are gonna make me spend of, money on this. I swear. Well, so if I was if I was smart, I would probably play nothing but Disney Infinity. Because my <laughs> my video game addiction is so erratic. I, I just like video game Tourette's in that I I have to have one game that does ever you know i have to have one game for every possible subject that's in my head right <laughs> and so i do i have hundreds of games that i play it's like oh i feel like playing you know a fight game today so click 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 you know play that for 15 minutes now i need my marvel heroes so there's marvel superheroes for a while and right. you know there's my business uh, management so we'll go to that one and i need some starfleet command too and you know shoot some klingons and you know, it's something like this where it's just so many worlds in one. It, you literally, you're, there's no limit, but 
what you want to, you know, what characters you want to put together. Right. It is literally, you know, like the dream toy box of kids and and us that have chosen to still be kids. <laughs> well, one of the reasons I'd really been after you guys for a while to, to do this episode was, um, and I sound like such a huckster for this, and I, I don't mean to be, but... You know, honestly, if you're full if disclaimer, uh, Mr. Gardner does work for Disney. <laughs> yes, <Park>. I do. <laughs> but you know, honestly, you know, the, it's just one of those things that I know that you know, you know, the folks, you know, just on our network, you know, part of Two True Freaks, or that listen to your show, or are just interested in video games or anything geeky or Marvel or Star Wars. You know, I, I can virtually guarantee that they will just really enjoy this game because that's that's just it's made for us because there's just so many great little nods and Easter eggs and just the assortment of characters that you get to play with. I mean, I my personal favorite character because I at this point I own a lot of them and in and, and you know it's generally um marvel characters is really where i bulked up when when they released the 2.0 on all the marvel guys i don't have all of them but i've got you know the ones i really care about but just the fact that they did nova you know i mean who would have ever expected nova would be you know front and center in anything and here he is he's he's one of the playable characters in this video game and he comes with a great little figure and and uh, he's been my favorite figure, uh, my favorite character to use in the game so far. He's got, uh, you know, a really good power set. And when you bulk him up, you know, when you level him up, he's one of the most powerful characters in the game. And, and just a heck of a lot of fun. I, I love his flight mode. It's just sometimes it's fun with him to just go in and just, you know, zip around just flying all over the place in the game. Nova. You know, now, you know, right at the moment is a great time, you know, if, if anybody's interested to get into it because, uh, like I say, when the 3.0 came out, you know, all the older stuff went clearance uh, yeah. at a lot of places and it's really cheap and really easy to find for particular pieces of it. There's certain characters that seem to have become kind of hard to find. Mm -hmm. But right now, um, I mean, if you have a dollar general in your in your town, and I mean, where is there not a dollar general right. in yeah. America? Yeah. Dollar generals right now, um, all the Infinity stuff is clearance, and they're even selling 3.0 stuff on clearance. Evidently, 3.0 didn't go over very well at dollar generals. I don't know. <laughs> but I went uh, recently, and so everything... Well, until you told me, I didn't know they sold them at, at, at a dollar yeah. general. And I, I think forgot to go the check thing. the one out by my house, too. Thanks for reminding I think that's me. the thing is that people don't even know that they're there. Yeah. I didn't know that Dollar General had them, but I found this site the other day. Um, God, what's it called? I think it's called Infinity Inquirer, I think. But it gives you like the latest news, like where are all the sales, and they do it every single week. It's like an ad circular, and they tell you, okay, you know, here's where Infinity stuff is on sale, and they'll list like Best Buy and Target and stuff like that. Well, they had a little news blurb. This is two or three weeks ago, because I was going through their backlog of stories. And they were like, "Hey, by the way, you know, Dollar General's got them on clearance." So I went to Dollar General. I've been to like everyone in this area, and the 3.0 figures, which retail, I think the retail on them is 15 bucks. They're all seven dollars, so they're essentially half price. 
And that's all the latest figures, all the new ones, the Star Wars ones, because I bought Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and a couple other ones there. And then everything else from the older platforms, five bucks. So that's all the Marvel figures. Yeah. So you can get like the Hulk and Cap and, you know, all those Marvel guys, five bucks. And again, you know, the full retail, like if you go to Best Buy or whatever, they're still selling them for $15 everywhere else. Now, how does that work, though? I mean, when you buy it in a store like that, you're actually buying a physical toy, too. Am I wrong there? Or is it just oh, yeah, the code? yeah, you are. Yeah, you, okay. it's, it's essentially it's an action figure. You know? Right. I mean, they don't, they're not, uh, you know, they're static, so they're more like a, like a PVC figure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're really nice sculpts. I mean, some of them are really beautiful. As a matter of fact, I was listening to, um, gosh, who was it? Um, oh, it was uh, the guys on uh, Dinner for Geeks the other day. Uh, Ryan the Toy Geek was talking about uh, he wants to go and get the Boba Fett figure. No, I, I, He sounded like he had no intention to play the game. He just thought the figure was cool. Which, and he's right. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. figure. So, I mean, even if you have no interest in the game, some of the figures are just really nice looking, you know? No, yeah, but when you buy, I, I mean, when you buy a there. figure... Uh, go ahead, David. I'm sorry. No, it's, I, I keep seeing them in the uh, shop, and I keep going... I can't justify the money for this at the minute, but they're so mm-hmm. kind of pretty. It's right, you know. It's well because they've got uh, a Disney take to them too, with the, right. with the way that they look too. I mean, the, right. are they? Would they be kind of like the uh, Clone Wars and Rebels style? It seems to be kind of yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah, very much in that, that style. Yeah, I think I saw Ray. Yeah, Fins the animation in it in general is a lot like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think it's very cool, and it works for the. The worlds you get to run around, even like the Marvel heroes, you'd think they'd look a little wonky like that, but they look really cool. Yeah, yeah, they um, do. I like the look of the Venom as well. I saw about recently. It's kind of a cool look to it. Now, when you go and buy a new character in the game, though, they don't send you the toy, too, right? So, I don't I mean, think. Can you buy a character in the game, Scott? I think. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it kept giving me prompts when I tried to, you know, I want to play the Hulk, and you know, like four ninety nine would pop up. So yeah, well, why well, they would hobble themselves if they didn't do that? Why would you make everyone go out and buy the toy? I mean, they well, got to have an in game well so Scott, shop for it too. Gardner, maybe you can a- answer a question because I haven't done this because I didn't set up a Disney account. Uh huh. But, but when I bought, because I bought, I came in at three point right. your recommendation. And and thank you for some of the extra discs that you gave me. I myself have not played them yet because I haven't been able to get back to it, but I think Ben has been playing them. Um, but a lot of the things that came with the sets was codes for characters. Now, is that yes. for another character or for the, like the same character I have with a different costume? How does that work? No, this is this is where I have to confess I, I have something of a blind spot with this because um, I've asked Logan this every time we bought a new playset or a new figure or whatever. I'm always like, "What are these stupid cards?" Right. It's a little it's like, like a little it's like action. a piece of plastic, and it's, yeah. I mean, like a like those peel off things you would get at Seven Eleven for like a Red yeah. Hot's ticket or something, and it's, it's yeah. got code in it. Yeah, it's a uh, um, it's almost uh, it's like the size of like a trading card. And it yeah. has a digital code. My understanding, and, and again, I could be dead wrong because I, I haven't done this myself, but my understanding is that it's so that you can play it in the version that, that Scott McGregor's been playing it in the, in the digital, like the PC version. So basically, oh, okay. you don't have to purchase it again for the PC version or the mobile version because you've already, you already own the character. So this is your, your web code to play it in that. And now, how it kept- that works or how that meshes up with 
It was like saying that I had to set up a Disney account in addition to right. the PlayStation account. And I did that. And then I tried to set my Disney account up and it just kept going in circles. And I'm like, F this, I want to play the game. So right. I never really went back to figuring out those codes because I just got impatient. Yeah, I'll, I'll be that, honest with you. The only thing I've done digitally with the game so far is uh, just through total dumb luck happenstance, I happened to see somebody posted something on Facebook. Um, this was a couple weeks ago, and it was it, it was just something that it didn't quite make sense to me. It said something about I, I used my digital code from Hollywood Studios, and hey, it worked, or something something really vague. And I'm like, what are they talking about? So, uh, Matt Hunsworth and I uh, went over to Disney's Hollywood Studios this about a week or so ago, and Matt hadn't been to the new Star Wars launch bay yet. And I had been there, so I know that they have a Disney 3.0, because the 3.0 is when they incorporated Star Wars, that they have a 3.0 demo going there. So I stopped by the demo bay and I talked to one of the cast members. I said, do you guys have to know something about some digital code or something? He's like, oh, yeah, here you go. And he gives me a card that had a digital code on it. And I said, how does this work? And he flipped it over. He goes, here you go. Here's all the directions. He goes, just follow the directions and uh, and you'll be able to play in the launch bay at home. And I'm like, what? So I brought it home and, and deciphered it. And I had to sign up and all this other stuff. So it's, it was a bit of a process. But eventually... What it, what happened is it unlocked in my you know my actual physical system in the in the Xbox where now I can go into a like a representation like a world that's a representation of the Star Wars launch bay where there's missions in there. Oh. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. But that that's the my only exposure to the digital codes is by doing that. So that's all I really know about it. So. Whether it works the other way around, like if you were playing in the digital version and you bought a character but you don't have the physical toy, mm-hmm. whether you could play that like on PlayStation or Xbox, I, that I don't know. I don't. I, I can't imagine that you would be able to because you know, it seems like you'd have to have it to put on the power base. But I, I don't. I really don't know. Maybe maybe a listener will know more about that and be able to. To write in and clue us in on that because if you could do it that way and they're only five bucks then yeah that that'd be awesome but mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that would work mm. but yeah, it would be interesting if you could do it that way because there's certain characters that um you know just depending on like the area that you live or whatever can be hard to find yeah, yeah. well i i came into this um we got i don't want to say burned but um we kind of got uh, my son got into Skylanders. Mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah, I think that was at the same time when Disney 1.0, uh, when Infinity 1.0 came around. I think that was just well, Skylanders had been out for a little while because that, yeah, when, yeah. When um, when Infinity well, Ben got into it launched. on like his second incarnation, right? Uh, oh, right. So he got into that, and we've got Is that a, the one with the giants. I think so. Version. We've we've got a ton of those freaking things, and yeah, I have a nephew. He just kind of lost Christmas interest, and, and poof, you know, done. So then, so the, I, when I first saw the Disney Infinity, I'm like, no, we just went down this this road. We're not going to go down it again. Sorry. Right. So, but then when they added Star Wars to it, 
<laughs> and then I talk to you. Now, we've pretty much played through... We've got the Clone Wars set, we've got the Force Awakens set, and we've got the New Hope set. So I told them... Um, um, I said, I don't care what you do, but I'm playing the New Hope set. You don't play that. <laughs> I don't have time to play it, but I said, you can't play that. You can play with the characters and level them up, but I'm playing the New Hope set. So stay right. out. So um, I kind of watched them, um, Sarah and and uh, Ben, go, go go through, and they played the uh, the Force Awakens one, which uh, it really seemed kind of quick, or maybe they just played it maybe because I wasn't there for all the gameplay, maybe it seemed quick to me but I don't know how many hours it took them to go through it, but I know there is some replayability because only um, is there only certain missions you can go into in these things with certain characters like there's certain areas you can only enter with a right. certain character Yeah, Sometimes. So. that particular set I haven't played yet, it's the funny thing is, you know, of course it comes with the the prequel set when you buy the the system like you did, mm-hmm. so I have that one, and then we have the the New Hope one, you know the the, the original trilogy, and then we also bought Inside Out. Well, I've been so busy playing like everything else, you know, like messing around in the toy box, and I bought the expansion games. I've been so busy completing everything in those that literally just today we finally opened up the inside out playset, which we've had since Christmas. So uh-huh. I've, I've played just a little tiny bit of the prequel trilogy, star Wars stuff. I haven't even touched the, the original trilogy stuff. So you actually know more about it than I do at this point. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> the only thing that I, once I realized this because the kids told me, they're like, well, once you get the 20, you max out your character. I was like, really? But now can't you train the st- skills differently with the character? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't max out all the skills, can you? You can't, unfortunately. But if you play it smart, you can generally max out most everything. Mm. So it comes down to a matter of, of kind of, you know, being choosy about what, you know, what you choose. Because essentially on most of them, how it works is you have... And and it's cool because it changed with the 3.0 the way that you level the characters up, and it's changed slightly each time because, like with the original version, you could only level up I think to level 15, I want to say 12 or 15, something like mm-hmm. that. And then with the it was either the 2.0 or the 3.0, they leveled it up to 20, where you could go all the way to 20. But when they went to 3.0, they changed it what they what they call the skill tree. Right. And how you level them up, and it's a little bit easier now. And so it's, it's, I just think it's a little bit more logically laid out. So essentially, you have one screen, or you know, one thing that's all health related. How how much health does your character have? Mm-hmm. And then you have another one that is their basic attack, like when you hit Y and they punch something. You know, that's 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 that screen. Yeah, what what, what the strength of the attack is, gonna, or yeah, exactly, that, right. And then you have one that is um, their what they call their long range attack. So if you have somebody like say Captain America with his shield, or Hawkeye with his bow, or some characters don't necessarily have like an object, so then their long range attack will be something like say like Mister Incredible smash the ground, and it it works like in a wave where it'll you know like roll oh, okay. around and hit that that kind of thing, and then. They have the last one they have is like their special move. So they have like one signature move, 
But for that one, you have to basically you have to purchase the ability to have a special move, and then you have to level it up from there. So you have to kind of choose. All right, which of these characters' things do I think is coolest? Is the way he smacks people, or the way he throws something, or the special move, and then level that thing up? And that—that's generally. I'll, I'll concentrate on like one at a time. So you'll usually be able to do like, like one or two, like their their regular fight move, and maybe like their special move, and then the other two, like the health, and the other one will be like leveled up pretty good, but you can't ever get them quite full because mm. you'll 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 level out at 20 before you have everything full on the screen but um but now there's a, I'm sorry go ahead well well like one thing i noticed with with uh, i guess it's more so in the actual play sets is that if you if you well i don't want to if if your character dies or runs out of health or whatever is that you can't continue with that character if you're inside a certain mission but you could only use like other ones that you've unlocked for that playset or something right. along those lines. It depends. Um, it, it depends on one what place. Yeah, it depends on what playset you're playing in, and it kind of depends on. Um, like, like on the Force Awakens, we had um, they were playing and Finn died, so right. Finn could no longer continue. But because they had unlocked Luke and Leia, because they had found the discs in the actual playset, then that allowed them to use them as a substitute character. Oh, really? They can play inside that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I cool. believe once you find the disc okay, for them yeah. in the playset, then you can use that character. That's cool. Yeah, because see, that's how it was in the Avengers. In the Avengers. Um, and I think Spider-Man and Guardians work the same way. I, I can't remember. But I know definitely in, in the Avengers, throughout the missions that you would play, scattered all over the world of the Avengers. And basically, you're in New York City for the Avengers. So scattered all over New York were these little discs that you would collect. And if you collected all of them, I think it was like 10 per character. If you collected, say, like all of the Spider-Man coins then Spider-Man could come play in that play set. And so that's cool that they do that with uh, Force Awakens. I didn't know that. That's actually really cool. Yeah, that, it, that, that, to it, me, adds a lot of replayability to it right there mm-hmm. is when you can bring in other characters. Well, plus there was a challenge in there, and I was I called myself the Minox spotter because you, you have to shoot, like, 100 Minox. It's, it's like a challenge. Hmm. So the... They're running around and they're doing, you know, stuff for the game. I'm like, look, look, there's a Minoc up there in that tree. Look, there's a Minoc under the bridge. Look, there's a Minoc on the garbage can. They're like, okay, all right, all right. Like, shoot it, shoot it. Now, do you have Toy Box Takeover? Yeah, and they played that and beat it already. See, this is the one I was going to pitch to to Scott and basically anybody who has an interest in this that thinks that this might be for them. Mm-hmm. I would say Toy Box Takeover, I think, is actually a great way to start playing the game. But now they Toy beat Box that Takeover, quickly. It, it again, is a quick guys, game. Okay, all right. So was it, it just them? No, no. We did it. Yeah, Logan and I, I think we beat it like in a day. Well, so it is we really got it for quick. like nine ninety nine. So it wasn't yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, it, it's on sale everywhere right now. The the regular retail on it's twenty bucks, but most everywhere you can get it at ten bucks or less. 
Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about it, for one, it does have a lot of replayability. It might not seem like it on the surface of it, but it, it has. Um, well, well, Syndrome is the villain. Yeah, it, he's from. I think I played some of that. I think they shot you into that for a while in, in the trial. Okay, that so one's. I know where I was fighting it's... Syndrome at one point, or or was supposed to get to him, but I don't think I ever did. Right. Well, the, the cool thing about that one to me is that that's one where it truly is. So you're, for the first time with the 3.0, you are playing a mission, but you're in the toy box. So it's not considered a play set. It's considered a toy box. Even though you're any character that mission. you have. So you can play any character in toy box takeover with the exception of the cars characters because they're they're cars so you can play but any other character so you could literally go in you can play two-player mode like logan and i did and you could be like luke skywalker and captain america team up and go in and just you know just kick butt through this thing but it's cool because it's you're on this little island and the little island is kind of like do you remember like uh like battle world from secret wars mm-hmm it's like a mishmash of worlds. So it's like one corner of it is yeah, the Lone there was, there was a world. Lone, yeah, they had yeah. Lone Ranger world. Was there a Tron world on that there was, um There was a Death Star. There was, there Death was, Star, um, Avengers. Um, God, what I was I think the there other? was like five of them, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of Pirates was one of them. Pirates, that's right. And that, that I've had <laughs> the most fun playing that because... I'm trying to complete all the feats for it. So yeah, you can go into it and like probably an afternoon you could play all the way through it and think, okay, I'm done. But if you actually care about completing all the feats, like finding all the sidekicks type of thing, I mean that that's taken me months, you know, to try to. You know, now do you mean the you mean the little? Oh, the, that's what that's what they are called the little the little guys that run around with you because yeah, Sarah and and, uh, and and Ben they just love those because you can tweak them and you can yeah. what you pick up. You pick up food or different items, they eat them, mm-hmm. and it raises different stats. Yep. So they would all p- pick up the food, and they're sitting there going, "Okay, what are you low on? All right, you need to eat. You need to eat the cotton candy, and you yep. need to eat the corn, and you need to eat this, and you need to eat that to raise certain stats." So, and then and then you pick up different items. It basically it's a little person your sidekick is a little person and they're like a third the size you are yeah and they can be any you could un, you unlock different sidekicks through playing different things through achieving different things in the game I think Sarah had one that was a fox mm-hmm. um, had a uh, no it was Robin Hood it was Robin, Robin Hood. Hood yeah Robin yeah. Hood. Yeah. she had a Robin Hood sidekick and then Ben had like a Admiral Akbar or or a Moncal sidekick. Yeah. And and the Moncal sidekick was wearing a Yoda hat. And that Yoda, Yoda hat's the be- that's the best one too. Yeah. And then and then and then Robin Hood was wearing <laughs> Robin Hood was wearing <laughs> an an army helmet. You know. <laughs> right. Yep. And they're using swords or guns, and you know you can equip them, and they they can do. You can pick them up and throw them. Yep, <laughs> kind of like dwarf tossing. So the thing with that, you know, when when I first started playing that, and it was saying, okay, so create your because that was actually something um, from the Guardians set that started with the Guardians of the Galaxy set, or at least that was my first exposure to it with the two point oh. 
was you would go into the missions in um, in uh, the Guardians. No, actually, what it was was the Guardians of the Galaxy playset came with uh, with like this mission disc. It was Escape from the Kiln, and you'd go into that. And you you could bring a sidekick along with you that was much like the sidekicks in the 3.0, but it was like this little teeny tiny, like, they reminded me of those little, um, what do they call them, like jelly beans or whatever, those little characters, yeah. they, they you know what I'm talking about? They look kind of like, like that. Like, they look kind of like the Universal Minions. Yeah, yeah. But, they, that little the, but they've got features on them. Yeah. But they're that size. But when they when they had that in this, my first reaction playing that toy box the first time and, and seeing the little side, I was like, oh, God, they did this again. But really quickly, I fell in love with them because you realize that you start leveling those guys up and give them the right uh, tools and equipment. Those little sidekicks are badass, man. I mean, yeah, I've got one that's... Um, well, he's the, uh, the Yeti from the Matterhorn out in Disneyland, and he's got Yoda ears, and he's got a grenade launcher. And that dude is more powerful than some of my characters. So he's, he's pretty cool. Oh, craziness. <laughs> this would be the game for me if I still did some of the uh, illicit substances that I did in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's the funny thing is there are levels and, and, and abilities and things you can do in this game that almost feel like that. They have a very dreamlike quality with a lot of the different uh, combinations that you can do, especially when you're in the toy box, you know? Well, when me and Dave were going down the Disney list of games, I mean, you made the comment that people think Disney and, you know, you think, Pluto, you think Mickey, you think Donald, you know, you think Goofy. Um, and they put them in a lot of games over the years, but they put them in some weird ones, too. And oh, yeah. Dave, and Dave played some extensive uh, Kingdom Hearts, and he was telling me, I mean, yeah. that's a oh, yeah, hybrid the kids of, played that, too. They were mm-hmm. in the... Yeah, that's a hybrid of Disney and Final Fantasy, and, you know... Well, what? Final Fantasy and Tron and other Disney properties, I mean... Okay, no, yeah. Travel 3... Oh, I didn't many, know it had like, Tron and stuff, too. Yep. Wow. It's like, Tron was it, in the second. Yeah, you just got to wonder what mad bastards were smoking something in a room. <laughs> and It's like, yeah, let's let's, let's do that. Um, but God bless them, you know. Uh, <laughs> and said so th- this game they've, they've just put out is, is just fascinating. And I said I think I was overwhelmed. but uh, And I, I know damn well I, I can't afford to fully utilize it, so that's why I haven't. But, um, well... Well, one other thing I think we need to mention is uh, that I discovered was um, when I bought the 3.0, if you wanted to play a 2.0 playset, this is at least for the PlayStation 4, if you wanted to play a 2.0 playset, not the characters, but just the playset, you had to purchase the 2.0 software. Yeah, that is which correct. Was, which was like 12 bucks or something, 12 to $15. Mm-hmm. But at the time... This was around Christmas, um, or just after we had. Well, we had bought stuff before Christmas, and then I did some research into it because. Oh, that's right. We already had the PlayStation, so I was looking into what I had to do, and it was cheaper at at the time just to go buy a 2.0 playset. Yeah, because yeah, these I yeah. because I would get I would get the software, the playset. And three figures, and I think they were about twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm getting three figures and a playset for ten dollars. Yep, 
because I have to buy the software anyway. Now, I haven't gone back to 1.0, you know, just because I haven't found any 1.0 playsets that interest me enough to want to pick them up. The only one I've seen, I think, is the Lone Ranger one. Is the only one that's floating around, at least in my area. If you happen to see the uh, the Toy Story one, mm-hmm. now you got to be careful because there's a difference between, and they stopped doing this thankfully once the 2.0 and 3.0 came along. But with the original version, they released some packs that look like they're play sets. But they're actually just toy box. It's like a couple of characters and a couple of discs. And I think it says toy box on them. So they look like play sets, but they're not. They're actually toy boxes. I know the Wreck-It Ralph one was was like that. And there is a, 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 a toy story. There's one that comes with... Uh, That's another one that just doesn't come to mind when I think yeah. Disney. And it's like, wow, man, because I, I, I loved Wreck-It Ralph. That would be so awesome. <laughs> Uh, he, the, his the the world. Um, oh God, what was the name of it? Um, Sugar Rush. Uh-huh, yeah. Wreck It Ralph is is one of the raceable levels in the other uh, toy box expansion game for three The um, oh, what's the name of that one, Bill? It's, it's, it's like the Speedway something. I can't remember the exact name of it. Yeah, it's, I was I was going to bring it up too because I uh, we we have that too. Uh, I'll look it up. Just keep talking. <laughs> but that that one's a blast too. I really enjoy that one a lot. I, I wonder how long this game was in development. I mean, you've you've got to think with all the acquisitions that Disney's made over the last five six years. You know that there was just I, I envision a team of animated little uh, software executives. You know, squirrels and rabbits and <laughs> other creatures running around the boardroom and being like, "Okay, we're gathering all these different properties into the fold." You know, what's our our maximum usage of it, and just like throw them all in one blender and have at it. They really awesome. have too. That yeah. that's the amazing thing is that toy box speedway. That's it. <laughs> <coughs> that one's a lot of fun too because you can race, uh, you know, either single races or you can do it like tournament style. So you can have some of the tournaments would be like the first race you're in. Uh, um, Agrabah from Aladdin, and then the next race you're on Tatooine from Star Wars, and it's it's just wild. wild. You know, you're in um, Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas. Good God, yeah, it's just yep. so much fun, just a blast. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? Uh, the Steam version of it, um, you know, for PC, I I don't know if this is the same way on Xbox or anything, but they kind of did a brilliant little, you know, they they sent me an email message or something saying, here, try Disney Infinity 3.0. And, and you go in, and it's a, it's great. It's like an advertisement because they, like, throw you, as I said, right into, like, the Clone Wars scene, um, battle scene. And, um, you know, and the, I think you do something from inside out and maybe something from... Like, my first four characters were, like, Iron Man. Yeah, and then you do... I, I think I was taking Iron Man against Syndrome. I think it was said leading towards Syndrome, and I was <laughs> doing Iron Man through the whole thing, and it was just crazy, but it's great that they give you a little tastes of it, and then, you know, then they plop you in and be like, well, here's your four characters for today. You know, have at it. And, you know, you can go to the different toy box areas and, and little adventures, and... Uh, it's, uh, I was just mostly trying other people's content. 
um, just to see what was in there. <laughs> I, I ended up in some like Disney related, you know, it was like Disney Main Street, and just battling all different characters from different movies, and it was just nuts. I think it scared <laughs> me. It's like I don't even know what to do. I, <laughs> you know, give me give me just Marvel superheroes where I know the villains. I don't know how to fight fucking this person from Toy Story. <laughs> General Zerg? Sure. Yeah, I, I yeah mean, Zerg's yeah. in there. Yep. Oh. You got Zerg's, you got Omnibots from uh, from Incredibles. They got, yeah, they, they've got yeah, yeah. a little bit of everything in there. It's pretty wild. And I mean, you know, even some of the, the, you know, at least to me, more obscure stuff um, that's more recent, like Phineas and Ferb. There's Phineas and Ferb in there. Um, oh, we have a Perry the Platypus all- figure, too. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't do much, does he? <laughs> now, Lego is going to be doing hat. something similar, so it'll see. It'll be interesting to see. That's um, Lego which, Dimensions, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. me and Bill just talked about on the last podcast, that they're, they're throwing, you know, everything that they got in the same... Including Doctor Who, they somehow got a hold of. They got in with that. I yeah, and they must Doc Brian Doctor Who crossover. Yeah, I mean they've got Marvel superheroes. So Lego and you know Disney obviously share some some licensing rights and stuff. And I don't know how that all works, but right. Um, you wonder. I mean, if Disney's ever going to balk on something like that, or if they can, and and be like, well, no, we want all these guys over on our side, but. They're cashing checks either way, I'm sure, so they probably don't care. Right. But um, looking over, just to tell you a little about what me and Dave were talking about, we are going over all the different vendors that Disney has used over the years for their video games, and um, a wide variety of them, except like Kingdom Hearts is always Square Enix, maybe, or something like that. That's the one. And, um, you know, Sierra did a few, or Sierra did the Black Cauldron and Tiger Electronics I'm seeing a lot of. But I was just speculating on whether you think that as big as Disney's gotten and it's got his fingers in so many pies, if they'll ever just start their own, you know, video game development company. I mean, you know, and just make everything in-house. Uh, but... Well, I mean, some- effectively, they they own whatever was <laughs> yeah. uh, the Lucas... What was the Lucas one? Uh, Lucas Soft? Lucas or Arts. Lucas Arts. Yeah. Lucas Arts, yeah. And then they dissolved it, so... Yeah, yeah we were talking about that, too, how they kind of put the kibosh on a couple games that were in development, which... Right. Um, so it almost seems like they want a little tighter reins on the Star Wars properties than maybe some of the other ones, but... Right. Uh, um, which can't blame them there they paid four billion bucks for it so. but i mean what's tighter than having your own kind of software company making the games right and i think it's that, a that's what existed in the first place you know right but i think it would i think it would be a mistake maybe for him because i think it would be you get that myopic view sometimes right and you don't necessarily pump out quality as much as quantity um you know to make a quick buck but man the business model they got for this thing is just astounding uh, if it works I can't see how it won't because it's just that pleases everybody. I agree with you on that myopic thing. It, Disney seems to be one of the few companies where that, generally speaking, has not happened to them. No, but I could definitely see where that could because it happens to everybody else. I mean, you know, it, it happened. It definitely happened to Lucas because for a time there, their games got very stale. Yeah, yeah. they they kind of needed a refresher, but. uh I'm definitely excited to see what Disney does with new Star Wars games. I mean, mm-hmm. Battlefront was yeah, not as good as people had hoped, but I mean, that was almost 
kind of in development. I think they pumped that one out a little too fast, but I'm excited to see what they do down the road. I'm hoping for a nice flight sim. Yeah. I want to fly in a TIE Fighter or an X-Wing or something and load shit up. The only thing that scares me about Infinity is that they have all these characters under one roof like that, that they might not bother farming them out and making other more interesting video games too, so... Um, I said competition's always good, but it's not a bad thing to have a multi-billionaire, you know, billion corporation producing their own crap either, because you know, Disney doesn't produce crap, so. Right. <laughs> I'd say my, my fondest w- wish right now is I would love to see them dust off and and kind of reboot, reimagine uh, a game that we got a lot of play out of in, in our household, which was um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the name of it was. It, it was kind of a... Uh, I'm looking here and I, I cannot find it on the list um, of games that you sent me that were the... Um, here, here we go. It was called Walt Disney World Quest Magical Racing Tour. Um, it was out for Dreamcast and PlayStation, and, and there was a PC version of it available too. It came out in 2000, hmm. and this was awesome. It was basically it was like a Mario Kart, right? But it was a Mario Kart with Disney characters racing through Walt Disney World and in the different parks and different attractions. I, I tell you what, it, as dated as the graphics have become, every so often we'll still pull this out because we have the PlayStation version. We'll pull, mm-hmm. pull out the old PlayStation uh, PlayStation version and pop it in the PS2 and, and still play it, and we still get a blast out of it. That was a great little game because it had a lot of... I mean, the racing in it was a lot of fun, but it just had a lot of replay value because it was one of those where you could just do the racing... Or you could do the racing, and you could also do the little quest missions. You know, there were always, like, coins you had to collect and different things like that. And um, at one point, I think it's when I had the PC version of it, I was at something like 99% complete on that game. And there was, like, one thing I could never find to, like, complete the whole thing. But I love that game. That, that game was a blast. Because if you were... Uh, you know, a parks aficionado, they really put a lot of detail into uh, the different attractions that you would r- would race through. The whole that game came to my attention because when I was first getting into Disney, um, after the first time we we come to Walt Disney World uh, back in '99, I was doing some research on the Haunted Mansion because that was really the thing that that really caught my attention. Mm-hmm. And this, there was this website that was talking all about um, how they had been consulted by the creators of this new video game that was going to be coming out. Um, and they had used their research in the creation of the Haunted Mansion race level for this game. Nice. And so then I sought the game out as soon as it was released. And again, you know, the, the graphics are dated because it is PlayStation and all that. But it's so cool because when you race through, you know, just for example, the Haunted Mansion level, they did their homework. And it yeah. really 
kind of feels like the real place. And I, I like stuff like that. I thought that was a lot of fun. So I'd love to see them update that, you know, for for a more modern, uh, you know, kart style racer. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Because there's not been a terrible amount of video games that have really incorporated, like, the parks side yeah. of, of Disney. And that's one of the cool things about Infinity is that they have. You know, it's, it's more in the Easter egg fashion where in the toy box you can, you know, you can throw in a, a space mountain or something like that. It's, yeah. it's more that sort of thing. There's not, like a level or anything you can play so far but that would but be I'll bet too. I mean with the the player created content uh, content I'm oh, yeah. betting that's just going to grow and grow and that oh yeah <laughs> I mean and people are going to you get some creative mo- I can't believe what like people have done with Minecraft and stuff mm-hmm. uh, Honeywell turned me on to a video of somebody that had created Disney World in Minecraft and it yep. was freaking incredible mm-hmm. you know and it's just like the time that must have gone into that is just you know, ridiculous. And uh, but yeah, yeah, there's some clever bastards out there, and they'll get in there and they'll tinker, and it'll. That's the beauty of these games and modding, man. They just evolve and become better than the original products. And uh, it's great that pretty much all video games, at least PC games, have been doing that for a long time, just letting the community go wild with it. And some amazing things have come about. You know, you can put random much, you know. Randy Macho Man Savage's face on a uh, on a dragon in Skyrim for Christ's sake. So it's like, <laughs> what can't we do? You know, right? <laughs> Some sick bastard will figure out. You know, any game that comes out, there's a nudity mod for within like five minutes. Right? It's just nuts. So. Ever since Tomb Raider, pretty sure Disney will lock down stuff like that. But who knows? You know, <laughs> maybe I'll. Go adventuring with you know naked Disney princesses one of these days, just <laughs> <laughs> too creepy to even consider. But <laughs> did you ever play much uh, Sega Genesis back in the day? I played a little. I think I didn't have one for a while, but I had some friends that did, and uh, I rented one occasionally. Uh, you know, I really should insert my Star Trek Three joke here. I always do, but I guess I'll let it go. No, I won't. Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Disney had some some decent Quite literally games is that. life from license. <laughs> that that may be some of the first Disney games, you know, Disney video games I ever played. Beyond, you know, of course, you know, Tron back in the back in the eighties. I wonder. Yeah, if I think that's where I played most of mine. Although we have it as Mega Drive instead of Genesis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that World of Illusion, right? Yeah, but I was talking about it earlier. Mickey Mania was one of my favorites. Now, which one was that? It's the one where uh, you go through all of the kind of Mickey cartoons. Um, Oh, yes. I was trying to remember what the name of that one was. Yeah, I love that game. That was a great game. I couldn't Uh, remember what the name of it was. I'm pulling up a Steam store right now because they've just... uh... Oh, excuse me, been releasing a bunch of Sega, Sega Genesis classic packs. And um, what game was it that you were talking about, Scott? Well, it started out, it was a series of games, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Castle I think of Illusion, etc. Castle of Illusion. And I got hooked on this because I was in ground floor when Genesis came out. I was actually working for um, Suncoast Motion Picture Company at the time. And they started carrying the Genesis and they gave some of the employees 
um, games when they came out, like the demos, and they gave me a demo of Castle of Illusion. And again, this was well before you know my Disney thing started, you know. So I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Mickey Mouse, whatever. And then I went home and got hooked on it. And then uh, not long after, they they had a sequel to it. it. Was called World of Illusion, and that one had both Mickey and Donald. And the cool thing about that, the original one, the Castle of Illusion with Mickey was just a one-player game, but then suddenly this World of Illusion with Mickey and Donald, you could play either one player or it was actually more fun with two-player because they would cooperate and you could get through levels easier using both of them together. And, you know, Genesis was just one of those great, you know, next-leap systems where suddenly it had the stereo sound and all that. And the graphics were better, and these particular games uh, really made use of that next-gen platform. The, the music was great. You know, the music was in stereo, and it was really nicely done. And uh, you know, the levels were really beautiful, and the, the gameplay was challenging. And I, I really liked those games. They were a lot of fun. And here's the obligatory steam plug of the show, or the third or fourth one we've done already. But <laughs> I just pulled it up in the store, and they've got a reimagined, uh, like, yeah, new high def graphics and gameplay of Castle of Illusion. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I think I remember them coming out with that. $14.99. Looks pretty nice, too. That yeah, I would be interested in. Yeah, that yeah. was a great game. It's got Mickey bopping around a toy place with blocks and castles and. Yeah, that's neat. <laughs> they had, because uh, they, they, I'm pretty sure that was a launch game for Genesis. I'm almost positive that was a launch game for that. And then they also had um, Fantasia, which I thought was a launch game, but it says that came out the next year. That came out in 91. Fantasia was beautiful, and the, the music was just fantastic because they were using the actual yeah. Fantasia music and everything, but man, did that, that game was... I mean, that was one of those ones where you'd go through controllers because you just get so angry with it. I, I must have smashed 15 controllers playing that game. It was just... And that's right about the time they came out with the... Um, oh, God, what was that th- the cheat cartridge thing they came out with? Game Genie. Game Genie, yes. I bought the Game Genie just for Fantasia because I could <laughs> not get through that game. It, oh, that game was tough. That game was... I mean, not that I, I'm not the world's greatest gamer to begin with, but that game was really tough. That's, that's half my problem. I've never been good at, like, third-person shooters and, and run-arounds like that. Not, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just get frustrated easy. I'm not actually that bad at them, but... Um, I'm pretty good at uh, at first person shooters. I suck at side scrollers, and those were side yeah. scrollers. <laughs> yeah, Fantasia yeah, was a saw. side scroller, and it was one of the, it was one of the worst kind of side scrollers in the sense of your jumps had to be exact. You couldn't be close. You had to be exact. If you landed landed on the edge of the leaf, not good enough. You had to land on the leaf, and it was like, come on, can you cut me some slack? I'm not yeah. that good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about timing, and you know that's one of the first things that goes when you're older. I think. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was not good at that game, but I, it didn't help that it was a really tough game. But yeah, there was they had some good games for that. I'm seeing one listed here, Legend of Illusion. I have no idea what that one is. I don't. I must have been out of games by the time that one came along. Ridiculous! You got Mickey's jigsaw puzzles. Uh, yeah, the list is just. 
But <laughs> as I said, I just hope it's. I hope something like Infinity doesn't stop creativity. That they don't put all their eggs in one basket and then, you know, keep producing some other stuff. And particularly for the kids, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's a great money hole for. You don't want to completely lock out kids whose parents can't fork out that much every you know time they want a new character or something though too. Because uh, we and Dave were talking about. It. I mean, it, as much as Disney probably does sell in all the video games that they've created, you know, there's always a market for kids. Um, but most of the big name video games, big money video games, are generally geared towards adults or you know young adults. And um, it'd be a shame if they they stop making a lot of stuff for kids too, just because they have this one big big world that everyone can play in. But <laughs> I, I can't imagine there's you know not something that someone would find in there that would be their cup of tea. So it's literally out on like every friggin' platform you can imagine: iOS, you know, Xbox, Wii, and PlayStation, and you know, computer, obviously. So, oh well, guys, you 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 know, you're you're better better suited to exploring that universe than I am. <laughs> um, I don't know the patience for it. For one, there's too many other games out there. I'm just too eclectic. But. Well, I want to thank Dave for mentioning uh, Mickey Mania because I I was literally just thinking about this game and I'm like, man, what was the name of that game? But I had it for for uh, Super NES and I'm noticing here I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the game right now. It's called Mickey Mania: The Timeless Adventures of Mickey Mouse, and it was really cool because you, it was a side scroller, and each level was a different era of a Mickey cartoon. So you started, of course, with Steamboat Willie, the original, and then you would go through different levels, and every level was based on a different Mickey cartoon, and it would go progressively through the ages. But I'm noticing the list here. One of the ones that's on the list is one of my favorites. It's the band concert, and it says not included in the SNES version, so that's why I never played I'm going to have to hunt this up for Genesis. I bet you this was a lot better on Genesis. But it also had a lonesome ghost level that I never made it to, and that's that's one of my absolute favorite Disney cartoons. I think that's a great one. I don't remember getting to Prince and the Popper. I think I may have just about made it to Mickey and the Beanstalk. Just I think, if I made it past uh, past the Mad Doctor, I'd be amazed because I was. That's another oh. one I was not good at, but I loved it anyway. Moose Hunters, you had to. Uh, you were being chased by the moose and you had to dodge rocks so you didn't trip and collect apples so you could run faster so that was kind of the last part of that level and I just kept dying there so yeah. if, I, I was lucky to get to the ghosts what was the recent yeah. Mickey game that had his brother in it Oswald? Epic Mickey? oh uh, Epic, Epic Mickey, Mickey. Yeah. yeah I we got that but the kids just didn't seem to catch on to it it was kind of a weird, I mean, wasn't that kind of a darker story, too? I played it very, very briefly, but I didn't get very far, but it was, like, weird, like, post-apocalypse or something? I don't know. Was, well, no, he was, I don't know, I <laughs> what, what I could post. <laughs> They've made some weird games, man, as I said, there, there's some... Can't be all you know, your bottle caps! Like, oh, shit, we gotta put out another Mickey game, let's have him fighting aliens. No, it was, it was something to do with his, <laughs> his, his, like, hidden brother, Oswald, uh-huh. who was out right. about... I'm trying to remember what the plot was. Mickey's still working for the sorcerer, and ah. apparently he's painting an old world 
where all of the kind of old Disney characters uh, from the old cartoons ended up, the ones that weren't really in use anymore, the forgotten ones. Yeah. And then Mickey knocks over the paint pot and causes problems for everything, so he has to go in with magic paintbrush and magic uh, paint eraser. What, what's it called again? Turpentine? Whatever it is. Oh, and paint thinner, yeah. The dip. Yeah, paint thinner. <laughs> the yeah. dip, yeah. And <laughs> fix up what he's messed up, basically, because I think... Does someone get kidnapped? Some, something It happens. sounds like you're describing Quantum Leap. Well, I, I'm looking at some of the screenshots of it, and yeah, it's weird. There's this whole... There's this big, uh, you know... It does. It looks like the apocalypse yeah. or a moonscape and a but big thing of paint thinner. That's the thing. Essentially, Mickey <laughs> has caused the apocalypse for this world. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah that, was it, why has the sorcerer not fired him? But yeah, he's just mouse. caused all kinds of havoc. Man. Well, was Oswald in both? It's gone way beyond dancing brooms. Oswald, I, I think, was the antagonist in the first one, at least partially. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, because he's been forgotten. Because everyone mm-hmm. remembers Mickey and doesn't remember Oswald. Yeah, it's a picture right. of some like weird steampunk half cyborg Donald Duck. That's <laughs> like, yeah, I can. And Daisy, Daisy's a cyborg too. Okay. Um, yeah, so you can see why that maybe didn't resonate with some people who are fans of simple Mickey Mouse stuff, right? <laughs> but it was it's intriguing. Still yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's the beauty of Disney, man. They've always, always, always had something that kids and adults can enjoy. I mean, even the Pixar has, like, perfected it and having the in-jokes for the adults, you know, so they don't completely lose their minds when they have to take their kids to it 500 times. Um, so, yeah. Um, and this just solidifies that they're going to have kids of all ages in this game, as we are proof of. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts, guys? I don't. I didn't mean to keep butting in and breaking your streak. I've been oh. trying to make this the podcast that I actually don't talk in, which would be. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, sure, something new. <laughs> it's. Uh, I hope I can actually start playing it a little bit more, um, just to get in, into it and finally play the Star Wars playset that I want to play. But the other night, Saturday night, I started. Um, <laughs> I got Fallout 4 finally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been able to play because everybody else wants to <laughs> do stuff with the PlayStation 4 and the, and the TV. So Saturday night, um, I let Ben sit up and watch me play Fallout. I played it for like four hours and he was yeah. watching the whole time. Let's just say, you know, he was uh, curled up on, on the couch in a ball, <laughs> basically terrified. Because yeah, well he's done. like, oh my god, how can you go down in that sewer? I can't take it. This music is too intense. I'm like, that's ah, fine, man. Oh my god, oh, it's a buyer lurk. Blah 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 blah. You know. Oh my god, more rats. Blah blah music? blah. Huh? Fra- Father of the year, guys. Yeah, <laughs> the 50s music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, so- it was, well, no, not the because I turned that off and then I had the ambient, f- creepy, in. Wow. The sewer music, you know, with all the the high pitched tones and stuff. And I was thinking yeah. you were giving him a kind of a version to old tiny music there. Oh, know? he's asking me Every all these questions. He's like, "So wait a minute, what year is this?" I'm like, "It's 2277." How are you 200 years old? I was frozen. So then I had to walk back <laughs> to the vault. See, I was in the cryo chamber. They killed my <laughs> they they. They opened up the one across from me, stole my kid, and killed my wife. And then my my goal is I'm out to find them. 
Well, why does everything look like? Why do the cars look so funny? Well, you see, Ben, because back yeah, in yeah. 27, <laughs> so I had to go this whole big explanation, and then explain uh, all of the previous games and. But some of the weather effects in there are awesome because I was walking yeah. through the woods and all of a sudden it, it got foggy, and I couldn't see. So I'm strolling through, and out of the fog comes a comes like a like a um, just a just a wild dog. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna kill this dog. So I, you know, I get my little sniper thing up, and then I bring it down. I get ready to shoot, and behind the dog comes a guy. It was a raider camp. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, 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 well, okay, Ben. Dad's gonna change his tactics here. Yeah, engage the vats. Engage the vats. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. we're just we're just walking through, and then you hear. <laughs> oh yeah. So and then um, I went in and killed everybody in the camp and then there was like they they had already there was a corpse there so I looted the corpse and I took all the clothes it was a it was a female corpse <laughs> and I and I took all the clothes and then she had like her her underwear on I'm like whoops <laughs> so it's like here Ben I want to show you something don't tell your mother yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually I did get back from a distance and I shot the corpse and I blew her head off and I'm like I'm like don't, yeah, don't tell your mother about yeah, that I said, really don't tell your mom about <laughs> yeah. that like, great, I'm grooming the next Dexter. Yeah, Mom, Dad's desiccating dead bodies on video games again. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, at least it was a, it was dead when before you got there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't care. Of course, when I blew the the dog's head off, it was running at me. You can wear a blouse still. She won't miss it. Like, yeah, yeah, it was great. Well, was, kiss Disney Infinity goodbye because you're going to be in the wasteland for like. I, I'm going to give it six months at least. Oh, it's probably going to take me a very, very, very <laughs> long time because everybody wants to use the TV. Yeah. So, and yeah, I'm, I'm probably only going to be able to play it on Saturday nights. So, that'll be my ritual. Plus, it, plus last weekend was the, oh, I reached rank 50 in um, Battlefront. Actually, me and my oh, son right. reached rank 50. I'm getting good at Fighter Squadron. Not the rest of the game, but Fighter Squadron, I do pretty good. I'll, I'll go for Game of the Year edition three years from now is when I'll buy Battlefront. Let's see if my computer holds So that's all my updates to recent games I've been playing. I don't know how many how many hours I've been playing of Marvel here of Marvel Puzzle Quest. I still play, but not as often. I haven't touched that in a while. I just deleted my local files on it because I, uh, I asked my scurvy C bearing friends for dying light because it's walking dead season so i need a new zombie game so mm. i'm gonna check that out post show tonight we'll slay some undead um <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll do a show soon of just like i may just do like you know no consoles what what are we up 14 now 13 uh, i'm not sure something like that one of those numbers but a point, you know, five or something, and I may just go over the ridiculous amount of games I've been downloading and playing for five minutes at a time lately. You have the attention span. I, I really need help. I really need help. <laughs> it's getting bad. My desktop has, like, literally no empty space on it. It's all just gaming icons. Well, don't tell Scott that. He'll get all over you. He saw my desktop, and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> How can you find anything on there? I well, I can't really. <laughs> I go to view as the lister. Yeah. <laughs> but... 
Uh, Scott, again, man, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thanks uh, for having me. I appreciate it. I hope I didn't run my mouth too much. <laughs> no, no, fine. That just, you know. Now, your other forte, Scott, that you like to play, uh, you like the Grand Theft Auto. and um, oh, Yeah, we're, yes. I'd like to have you on for that one. Grand Theft Auto and um, Saints uh, Row, dude. See, yeah, I, I've never played that. Grand Theft Auto, but I've played Saints Row 4, which yeah. is really weird. Very, it's very weird. Yeah, it's like a Matrix thing, but I can't. I get stuck because my, my, my controls for my computer, I can't get past a certain point in the game because I think you pretty much have to have a gamepad to do it right. Yeah, that's been my problem in a lot of those games. Uh, the driving always kills me in those freaking games. Have you so tried maybe. connecting your PS4 controller? You might be able to get that working. I don't know. I've actually been trying to find a way because my son just gives me grief about how how, how much better he is, and I'm like, you know, shut your hole, boy. <laughs> if I had a mouse and a keyboard, you'd be you'd be crying on the floor right now. I don't want to hear about how great you are. Damn it! I just <laughs> I, I've just given up on controllers for the for the rest of my life. I just I've never been able to really do very well at them. Well, I was reading, and there's like a box you can buy where you can you can. You have to set up your PC. You got to plug in your controllers, but you can. It's like a controller emulator, and you can, I guess, program the box, and then hook up your keyboard, uh, your keyboard, and your mouse through the box, and plug the box into your PlayStation or Xbox One, and then you can use them. But they said it's the feedback is not like you. You, you have to play with the sensitivity of the mouse because. Like, it has a bit of a lag, so I guess if you bump up the sensitivity of the mouse more than normal, then it might actually function to where you're... No- you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to kind of supercharge the sensitivity to get it maybe a little bit to where it would be natural. Like, if you set it where you normally do, you may not... It, its lag will be too slow. So, but but that, that purchase is like... Uh, uh, I think it was like want to say it was sort of like seventy to a hundred bucks for that box, mm-hmm. and because um, I'd asked asked in GameStop, I'm like, can I just buy a keyboard and a mouse? He's like, oh yeah, but it's like three hundred dollars. Like the professional gamers use it. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, I don't want to buy another game system. Give me the fourteen ninety nine special, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. How how does a keyboard cost that goddamn much? I, I don't know. Yeah. It's like uh, there was some <laughs> others like special keyboard. It looks like a gamepad that just has, uh, and that was like 150. And yeah, that, no, for that much money, you hook electrodes up to my skull. Like, and why I can can't you just have a basic? I like, I'd pay, I'd pay 30, 30 to 40 bucks for a keyboard that I could use a, on a PlayStation, and I'd pay, I'd pay 20 bucks for a mouse, 20 to 30 bucks for a mouse that I could use. Hell, yeah. the controllers themselves, by themselves, are what fifty dollars. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I you know, <laughs> supply and demand. They know they can charge it, so they do. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who was buying a PS4 controller because they were magically cheap for this one website, and just after he put his kind of purchase through, they sent back something saying, "We do not ship to your area." Because he lives like in the what what is referred to as the country, but it's probably not that far compared to where some of you guys travel to and from. But because it was that far out of the way, they just wouldn't ship to him. That seems my other friend caught it though. Ah. 
I, I, as a child, I made my friends based on the video game systems they had. <laughs> Very deliberate. <laughs> well, Dave, so you've got a place. It's like, all right, Kenny across did. the street has a PlayStation. He's got an Intellivision. Send him a gift for his birthday. He's got this one. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you, I, I have fantasies for board. Oh, you you have to send me your screen name. I've been playing Battlefront with Andy. On, yeah, I don't uh, have Battlefront. That's the reason why. Ah. That's, uh, I figure I don't have anything kind of overlapping at the minute. You could send me my friend friend request. Okay. <laughs> why can't we be friends? Oh, it wouldn't be a podcast uh, if I didn't sing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, on that uh, on that heart wrenching note. <laughs> Bringing the world together here on No Councils for Old Men. Gotta love it. We got That's Florida, right. we got Ireland, we got New York. What do you want? How can you do better than this? I was, only on I was killing Englishmen and being killed by Englishmen. Uh, not not this past two Sundays, but the previous two Sundays. Ooh. Yeah, there's nothing like Andy saying, You blew me up! Of course, that's not quite his accent, but you know. <laughs> no, I think you would probably be pretty offended at that, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. That's okay. Michael blew the crap out of all of us. <laughs> we can't compete with the young ones, man. It's no. reflexes. It's all on the wrist. Not with a controller. <laughs> with a keyboard and a mouse. <laughs> but, Mr. Gardner, we will definitely have you on anytime. Um, always a pleasure. And we wouldn't even be doing this show if it wasn't for you and Honeywell's first uh, arcade, you know, video game show there. So. <laughs> Yes, so you were you the are, inspiration. You're kind of the father of no consoles for old men. <laughs> Aww. Oh, and we're very, very proud that you're And look at the here. horrible children you produced. <laughs> yes, I know. You and Chris Honeywell. Unreally Don't blame me, man. <laughs> we, need a, we need a timeout. <laughs> I got good genes. <laughs> I'm going to call a timeout because i got to go piss, so we might as well... Uh, Hello, night, guys. Mr. Mr. Walker is going to have to go to work here in a couple hours. Can't Oof. help him. But Ooh, thank right you for day. joining us from uh, from Belfast again, David. Ask Always great to have you on, too. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know if we'll do this. Maybe we'll do this in two parts if I can segue well enough. But that's only like two hours. Well, it's about three hours, actually. That's what I'm saying. You could probably get two shows out of it. You just you you're, you're just you're just preemptively telling me you're not going to be able to record again. I did not here. say that. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. The No Consoles for Old Men show. You've been listening to No Consoles for Old Men, starring Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott 2.0, Scott McGregor. If you'd like to email us with any questions or suggestions for future shows, our email address is No Consoles for Old Men at yahoo.com. No Councils for Old Men is produced by Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott McGregor and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network. If you shop at amazon.com, please consider using the link at twotruefreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. 
We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.